Hey guys, welcome to the Liberty Late Night Podcast. I am Mary. And I'm Dave. These are going to be interviews from our live streams. No particular order. We just don't think the full shows would translate well to the podcast platform. We are a highly interactive live stream, and we're quite often responding to what we see in the chat. If you want to see full shows, you can catch us live on Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook every Friday evening at 9.30 Eastern. If you want to catch us after the fact, you can view full shows on YouTube. All right. Enjoy. There. Just like, oh, that's pretty good. Yes. I'll hey, Mike, Mike. There Mahari. you are. Yeah. Thanks for coming back and hanging out. Yeah. Super fun. nice to have you. So this is your first time using the the desktop setup. You said. Like, yeah. Normally, I've used my laptop to do video and stuff, but I thought this works better because I can see you guys. Because usually the laptops over here. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's okay. No, fun. no, that's good. That's real good. Nice to see you again. Nice to nice to see you again. It was so much fun meeting you in person. Oh yeah, that was neat. It was. Mm-hmm. Yep. Down in down in Tennessee. Jamie's here. Jay Hans is here also. Yes, hello everybody. You know how we roll, Mike. We wave and point and do all these things. So. Alan Mosley yeah. is in the <laughs> chat. Alan Mosley's already being rude in the chat. Okay, I was gonna say if you can see the chat, just no, ignore the Alan. I'll Aaron. He, might have to, he might have to be banned. <laughs> Well, Aaron will um, give him a timeout if yeah, he's he, too Yeah, he's on Twitch, so uh, Aaron can Aaron can do that little timeout there for you <laughs> <laughs> if you want. Okay, so I'm going to take uh, a deep breath here, and I'm going to ask you a question that has nothing to do with anything that I was going to ask. But I just learned right now, right now, that I was talking about nipples. And I said nips. And then everyone's like, well, not everybody, but some people are like, are you allowed to say that? Apparently, that's a slur. Did you know that? I had no. Well, yeah, I guess it is. It's a slur for Japanese. Yep. From like back in World War II. Right? I had no (laughs) That's the only reason I knew, because my grandpa was there. And I'm like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Because your grandpa. So funny funny you mentioned that. Boy, this is already going off the rails. Yep. So... I barely had a drink. <laughs> my my wife and I took uh, took the afternoon off and hung out. I saw that. It was nice, yeah. So we started off going to a history museum here in Tarpon Springs. Oh, nice. And there was a whole like display of World War II stuff, like where people who had served. And there was a old newspaper that had the end of the war, and it said, Japs surrender. Yeah. And so we were like, you couldn't print that today. No, yes. Inappropriate. We had to demonize them at the point. It was fine. You could say whatever you wanted. (laughs) See, I knew that one, but I never knew. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, My grandfather was also, he was World War II, Korea, and Vietnam. So I know a lot of slurs. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Well, I learn something every day. Every mm-hmm. day you learn something new, you know. Another wrinkle. <laughs> Another wrinkle in your brain. Another wrinkle in my brain. So what I wanted to kind of start off with was that uh, I had I saw on your Facebook page that um, a few days ago you, you got blocked by a friend or just an acquaintance. I can't remember the uh, relationship exactly, but it was because you had asked about, you know, Taiwan and 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 china and everything um and he said well you know they don't like to be called chinese and really 
Well, Taiwan, they're kind of, oh, they oh, want to be their own, like the, yeah, their own thing. <laughs> right. So okay, yeah, um, yeah. what he said was they don't consider themselves Chinese. Yes. Oh, okay. But that, Which, that totally didn't enough. even answer your question though, because you wanted right. to know why should the U.S. be getting involved? So, uh, what the heck? What, million dollar question what there. spurred on like all of this? Like, I just know like Pelosi went over and some other person and I'm like, what the hell are they doing? Like, yeah, why what is right. thing so, <laughs> so this was this was rando Facebook dude. I don't really didn't really know him. I would assume most people that I'm connected with on Facebook are either that I don't know are libertarians, mm-hmm. or they're like neocons from way back when it was yeah. Tea Party. Like okay. most of them, I've probably weeded out by now. But I assume this guy was probably some manner of a libertarian. So he had posted um, how great it was that Pelosi went to Taiwan and I the first thing I just asked why mm-hmm. and uh, and then he said well we've got to support Taiwan and I was like why <laughs> and and and, uh, and then I said something to the effect of I don't understand why the United States should insert yeah. itself into you know something that's going on in, in China mm-hmm. and that's when he said well they don't consider themselves Chinese and I said you didn't answer my question, and at that point, I was blocked. So that was the end of that conversation. <laughs> does, that, does that mean we're done with Ukraine now? Do I have to get a whole new set of decorations? Oh yeah, you, you do. You got to get oh, new flags, and new new screens for your. Uh, what's the colors now? What are the frames. colors now? Like yeah, what are what's the, <laughs> what's what's out? What's in? You know what's yeah. It's hard to keep up with, and, and you is. know, I mean, I, I'm I'm sympathetic with yeah. the Taiwanese, but sure. I still I still don't understand why we should. I say we. I hate when I say yeah, we. I know. I, I catch myself. We. I know. It's like that United team. States government. Um, I know. You We're know, going to the if, Super Bowl. If the, if the Chinese, yeah, right. If the Chinese government was like doing stuff in Canada, you know, everybody would be like, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. You know, so, yep. I don't know. It's, it's frustrating to me that so many people think that it's perfectly fine to do things that are clearly meant to be antagonistic. Mm-hmm. Clearly meant to elicit a response and then when you get the response it's like pearl clutching like how yeah. could the chinese threaten like u.s senator well she went over there i mean she, everybody knew this was going to happen it's, it's it's really stupid it is <laughs> my never to be a opi- uh, humble opinion it, it's, it's always <laughs> but why though like yeah i always wonder about the timing of these things mm-hmm. like all of a right. sudden oh. hasn't taiwan been upset about this for quite a while i mean yeah we're- <laughs> right i mean this has been going on for decades mm-hmm. you know but he- here's something that that i thought and you know this this will upset a lot of people but i think a lot of americans need to start getting used to the fact that their little club is not going to be the head of the empire anymore mm-hmm. i mean this isn't this is an empire that is on its death throes it feels you know, like if, it. You, if you look at the the economic situation if you look at where the dollar is if you look at overextension of foreign policy mm-hmm. this it's 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 over and you know you might as well get used to it sorry yeah <laughs> yeah well i yeah. kind of felt that like when i go to the grocery store and, and i i'm like well i guess i'm not getting applesauce today Right? This is America, right? <laughs> Why is that whole sh- section Why, of the shelf empty? Uh, yeah, like, right. Yeah, I, and, they're, I can, and they're telling I us can't to eat bugs. crunchy peanut butter. Pun- crunchy hey, peanut butter. Yeah, I saw that. Are you serious? So here's a crazy thing. For a little while, you know, peanut butter was. Let me... Um, my my um wife was at a uh, little farmers market here in town, and um, somebody was there looking for watermelons, 
I'm like, why are there no watermelons? And so my, my wife's overhearing this conversation. Apparently, farmers are plowing watermelons under. And That's again, it has to do with, they, you know, this, they can't use the fertilizer and stuff, so they're not growing right. So they're like, F it. You know, we're, we're just, oh. it's not worth growing them. So we're just going to plow them under no. because that way next year we can grow them because there'll be some fertilizer in the soil. Oh. But, you know, there's this whole thing that, that nitrogen fertilizer is now part of global warming. So, oh you know, we can't grow any food, which is what that whole thing in Denmark and, and the, yeah. the big issue in, uh, what was it? Um, what in Nepal? Over there. Yeah, <laughs> in that direction. <laughs> but that's what that was all about, yeah. you know. That there's this new movement that we're not going to be able to grow anything. And, mm-hmm. and here's my here's my new angle on this because, you know, we're always being lectured from the left about oh, our privilege. Mm-hmm. Well, anybody who's pushing for all of this climate change stuff, you're coming at it from a position of privilege. If you live in Africa or oh, yeah. you know parts of Southeast Asia, yeah. You don't have time to worry about the freaking climate. You're trying to grow enough food to feed your family for the right. year. These are the people that are going to suffer and die. And all of a sudden, you know, the, these these European and American elites, um, somehow that that privilege doesn't matter. It's really annoying. Anyway, I'm... <laughs> No. no, no that, yeah, it's going to go all over the place. It, it's all, yeah, no, it's totally fine. I need, I need Alan's button, the, the Norm MacDonald button. Oh, the Some gobbledygook, com, com, <laughs> communist gobbledygook or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's... Now, what about, wait, so they're saying that that their, their fertilizer is... It's bad for the environment. Bad for the environment. So, but right, wait. It has to do with the nitrogen, and I don't yeah. understand the science. Yeah. So. Um, but what about... <laughs> Who, who's the uh, Monsanto or whatever, yeah. you know, and, and they don't they use like big chemicals and yuckiness yeah, I'm sure. to like, they can afford it. but they're, they're allowed, allowed to. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gosh, they're part of the club. So, yeah. They're too yeah. big to fail. Yeah. Part of the, the club. Uh, exactly. <laughs> the, the little Georgia farmer trying to grow some watermelons with the farmer's yeah. market. He, he's, he's ruining the environment, but in Monsanto, oh. no. <laughs> right. They're, right. They're, they're feeding the world. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Monsanto. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Hey, Mike. How you doing? We got another mic here. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's just, it's just so ragey. Like where, where do you put all, like, do you get upset when you're deep in everything? You like are, you know, a lot of stuff and our ignorance is bliss. I, I am like, I just can't look at it. So I'm not going to look at it. You know, what do you do with, do you get ragey? I'm more prone to get depressed. Okay. Yeah. Oh boy. So, what do you do then when that happens? Play hockey. Oh, oh there you all go. Right. Slam into some people. That always works. <laughs> go to the beach. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, there you go. I think it's. Imp- I think it is important to you know keep that those connections and that sanity. If you're doing this as work, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you know, there's the whole thing. You get the red pill and the blue pill and the white pill and the black pill. I'm pretty black pill to be uh, honest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it- you know, I'm 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 kind of trying to work for so maybe there'll be some shred of something left for my kids mm-hmm. uh-huh. when these MFers collapse everything. Is this a what what is this show rated? Whatever, whatever yep. you want. Am, yeah. I, am, I allowed, am I allowed to say bad words? Oh yeah, yeah. yep. I'm like okay. yes, please do. <laughs> that's that's what brought up the whole the whole nipple com- conversation was. <laughs> None, neither of us, but it was. We, yeah, we were just we were watching a movie, and it had you know it just and, and it was Twitch Animal House, and, and Twitch was like, whoop, nope, nope to the nipples. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, we, we, we'll, we'll watch Rambo and stuff. People getting their heads and arms blown off, but mm-hmm. Twitch found that nipple. Yeah. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> Not only temporary, but. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. All right. So, uh, so you know, what what was the outcome of Nancy's uh, little trip over there? What, you know, did did, did she I, save I, I the world? I'm, I'm assuming they didn't kill her. <laughs> Yeah, when I when I saw that she was going over and, and I saw I like I, I get most of my news from memes and there was memes about the the Chinese said they were going to shoot her out of the sky and I'm like oh that'll be interesting wow you know <laughs> and it's it's like that'd be like crazy cool like memes would be amazing but also World War Three yeah, I'm not really yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't I kind of don't feel like going <laughs> doing that you no. know I, mean, I don't really know what her what her whole point was you know what what was she trying to accomplish I yeah I, I don't know what is the ugh. Uh, I, and and. I hadn't paid attention to it mm-hmm. really. I mean, not. I, I knew it was going on. Sure, it's not something like like I was digging deep. You were into. like dialed you know, in. I, yeah, I spend yeah. I spend most of my time doing Tenth Amendment Center stuff, which is more yeah. domestic. Yeah. And yes. So, yeah. You know, I, I have opinions on foreign policy, but it's certainly not my area of expertise. So. Yeah. Hi, Roger. I, I just know that America should butt out most mm-hmm. in most cases because mm-hmm. pretty much, you know, it's interesting. Okay, so here's here's my analogy. I do something I do understand is economics, right? You have the whole principle in economics of the knowledge problem, where whenever central planners try to central plan the economy, they're mm. always going to run into problems because there's no way that they can have enough knowledge to do all of the right things and, uh, and, and not have unintended consequences. The same thing is true in foreign policy, as far as I can tell. So okay. even if yeah. they're going in with good intentions, you know, oh, we're going to go make democracy in Iraq. Well, look how well that worked. You know, mm-hmm. everything that they do blows up in their face. So maybe at some point you just hop. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You back off and let, let, let other people evolve at their own pace. Right. Exactly. <laughs> maybe and they're not ready for models. democracy. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, they're not, it's not going to help having the U.S. Navy, you know, <laughs> right. as, as part of the solution. Huh. Certainly not. <laughs> So we're just going to level some places. We're going to install this guy, and, and your lives mm-hmm. are going to be a lot better. Yeah. Right. right. And it's always <laughs> install this guy. You know? yeah. yeah. Just that simple. Hey, Adam. How you doing? Um, yeah. That it, it's it just blows my mind that you know people like I, I like what you say though. Being sympathetic, you can be sympathetic to the people, sure. But you can still say, but we shouldn't get yeah. involved. You know, well, like, and then you know, I'm sympathetic with Chinese people. I mean, they didn't mm-hmm. pick this right. government, yeah. right? And and that's what irks me. You know, it's like, and that's one of the big problems with statism and nationalism. You get so so wrapped up in your tribe, mm-hmm. and you forget that th- that those are just normal people. Like, they probably don't like their guy any more than I like Biden. You know, they're yeah. just over there <laughs> trying to raise their kids and. and and not get arrested. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so <laughs> why should I hate them? Right. Uh, I hate their government, but I hate my own government. Too. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> There's something oh, we can all get on so board great. on. That's so great. That's yeah, so great. Now, now, now I'm on a list. Did you see that? The, uh, the, uh, oh, the ANCAP. That FBI document that was uh, apparently the, uh, the ANCAP flag is. Uh, terrorism. Yeah. Oh, okay. I heard about that. I think it was. I was listening to Alan's show, but I was dealing with the kids, and he. I think yeah. he had mentioned it. Or yeah, you guys free, had free markets it. are dangerous. Wow! Yes. <laughs> wow! We're extremists. I right? guess it, it depends on who you are. It could, it could be dangerous to your. I mean, I plans. figure I've been on the list for a long time mm-hmm. from 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 the point that we tried to shut down the NSA facility in Utah. Wow! <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Better keep an eye on that guy. <laughs> I, no, no, I don't think I do. Please share. Okay, so this is one of, uh, I think this is one of tax crowning achievements. Um, around about the time that all of the disclosures started coming out that Snowden released, um, Michael Bolton started sitting and thinking about, you know, what we do typically is try to do state and local mm -hmm. stuff that undermines federal power. Decentralization is kind of the whole key. So it's like, we're, we're thinking, how, how do you use state and local power against the NSA? And, you know, on the surface, it's like, eh, nothing, right? Yeah. Nothing. No, yeah. <clears throat> well, Bolton, to his credit, started doing some reading. We find out that the NSA facility in Maryland has maxed out its power grid. So they're looking for places to move. Oh, and that's why they built this big data servers. center out here. Yeah. Oh. Right. They didn't have the, the power. So then we find out that the facility in Utah uses like some astronomical amount of water, like 40 yeah. million gallons a day. And that water <laughs> is supplied by the city of Bluffdale through a contract. But I'm supposed to well, turn off the faucet when says, I brush my teeth. Yeah. There you go. Turn off the water. <laughs> yeah. So there's nothing that says that the city of Bluffdale has to enter into an agreement to supply water to the NSA. So we actually created a piece of legislation that would have turned off the water. <laughs> got introduced, and um, we were working. It was kind of cool. I mean, we were working with a very diverse group of people, including Greenpeace. Greenpeace actually floated a balloon. I can't remember what it said. Some of the NSA. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Thing, <laughs> that, yeah, that's so some interesting, it, friends. It, the, the bill actually got a committee hearing. And um, and, and then, so what they did, they in, in Utah, there's a procedure where they can kind of hold it for further study, mm -hmm. which when they do that, it requires them to hold a public hearing. So the summer after, they actually held this public hearing. There was, you know, hundreds of people there and made pretty big splash in, in the news and um, and then it was supposed to be reintroduced next year, and then the uh, the powers that be kind of crushed it. Yeah, isn't that weird? <laughs> Basically, from what I understand, there was a lot of backdoor um, yeah, threats coming from Pentagon. And, yeah. Holy moly! But anyway, it was wow. it was There's pretty, a bullet was in my mailbox. Cool that was weird. <laughs> What's this bullet in my mailbox? <laughs> wow! Yeah. So. That is just. I mean, that's just terrible that they can go ahead and yeah. do that. You oh, know, yeah. that, oh, see, I, mm. <laughs> I need to go to the beach. Man. <laughs> I need to go yeah. to the beach. Just the, the idea of like their water being cut off and all, the, all those you know, <gasps> processors frying. Awesome. Yeah. It's beautiful. It sounds so <laughs> yeah, and it, and beautiful. It also, I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's such a simple thing. And then mm -hmm. when you start looking at it, there's, there's a big NSA facility in San Antonio that's, that's using the public um, power grid. Yeah. Which, also be turned off yep so you know it's obviously these these uh, politicians don't really have the guts to do it but it could be done and uh you know similar thing uh was before or after that i can't remember time you know how that goes yeah oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah yep you know back in uh <laughs> i can't remember if it was six years ago or three months ago it's, i know it's, yeah it's i'm like the other day the um TSA rolled out the naked body scanners. Everybody was really... I remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So th there was a bill introduced in Texas. And here's, the, here's a dirty little... Well, I'll get to that in a second. Bill introduced in Texas basically would have made any of the groping that they do sexual assault. Because it's literally it is. sexual yeah. assault. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. And that actually passed the Texas House <laughs> and went to the Texas Senate. 
and was going to pass the Texas Senate. And then the feds found out, figured out what was going on. And they basically said they were going to shut down all of Texas's airspace if they did that. Wow. You know, if it was me, I would have been like, yeah, yeah. see what happens because they wouldn't call their bluff. No way. Yep. Because Mm -hmm. if they had shut down Texas airspace, I mean, think about the airlines that have hubs in, Mm -hmm. in Texas. You got American airlines in Dallas. You've got, Southwest in Dallas. Yep. Yeah. A continental in Houston. They wouldn't have done it. It, yes. was, it was all a big bluff. Yep. But that would be great because it's like, okay, you want to put this rule on the books and then suddenly nobody's following it. I love that right. stuff. It's like yeah. the speed limit, you know? <laughs> so, so here's the other thing that they could do. This is how you shut down TSA. TSA has no arrest powers. So, so they can't really do anything. Mm-hmm. That's why you have local cops at every airport checkpoint. They're the ones that would have to make actually make an arrest. So yeah. you could you could theoretically say we're not going to allow the police officers to assist in yeah. these just, things. Just neuter yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's so much that could be done if people had the really had the willingness mm-hmm. to resist. Unfortunately, most people want to just uh, and it, go and sue in federal court or vote for Trump. Yeah, it's, yeah. And it's oh. all like you know baby steps. It's like, well, you know, whatever. I'll, I'll go along with this. It's <laughs> fine, you know. And next thing you know, there's. Where, where we are yeah <laughs> you know the only the only people that have any guts are the weed people <laughs> right right total disregard <laughs> yeah <laughs> which which you know in, in, in all seriousness that's, that's why the states have basically been able yeah. to nullify federal mm-hmm. marijuana prohibition because they can't enforce it i mean <laughs> right. And they can't enforce it. But the reason it started, the reason that political movement started to begin with is that there were already so many people that were smoking weed anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like the states legalizing followed what people were already doing. Yeah. And, and now it's basically made it so the feds can't do a whole lot. And I wouldn't be surprised if at some point they don't finally just say, OK, we're just going to decriminalize it or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> I say all the time, if the freaking gun people had half the guts of the weed people. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Could shut down gun control. Good. Doesn't have to be enforced. No. But all the gun people are like, no, no, no. We have to respect the law yeah. and respect our boys in blue. Fuck oh, them. Ew. Oh, I, I, oh my I, gosh. I, I saw on a truck today, you know, you know with all the. You know, don't tread on me type stuff. And then down on the bumper, thin blue line. Thin like, blue line. Back, back the blue. Yeah. Cops <laughs> oh are the worst. Oh, my gosh. If you want to know anything that, that, not anything, but the vast majority of this, the legislation we work at the state level. So anything to undermine federal gun control, anything to do with, with trying to reform asset forfeiture, anything that has to do with um, rolling back the drug war, Anything that has to do with rolling back surveillance, the number one opposition mm-hmm. is the is the freaking cops. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. oppose everything, and and oh, it's yeah. the you know the and it's the right wingers with the guns who are like, oh well, we can't we can't not partner with the feds because we need our partnerships and, and we're getting the bad guys. <laughs> the bad guys. This, see, oh. this is the stuff that makes me angry. <laughs> there we go. We found it. <laughs> we hit a button. <laughs> But I like that, yeah. If suddenly everybody started violating all gun laws, it's like, are you really going to try to arrest all these armed people? No, mm-hmm. it's one thing they right. can't even they can't even arrest all the the stoned people, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. got a bunch of sober people with weapons. I remember for a while I was in this um, I was in this uh, Second Amendment group that was like Florida, and one day they had some guy in there. He's like, my son is a 
a cadet for the Manatee County Sheriff's Department, and he gave us all of the rules. Here's what you need to do to carry a gun in your car, you know? And I, mm-hmm. I said, I said, tell him to just get a fucking warrant. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> use that word. Yeah. And uh, I got banned. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I think I was, I, when, I, when I first got mine, I was, I was trying to figure out what the PA stuff was, and it's like, if you don't have a concealed carry permit, you have to have, like, if you move it in your car you have to have like the gun open in like the glove box and in a separate box and then any ammunition has to be like in the trunk you can't have it like yeah it's, it's like this is isn't it garbage stupid. It's, it's such garbage yeah i had i did the whole concealed carry license thing when i lived in kentucky mm-hmm. and i moved down here i'm like i'm not doing that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah pa ain't too bad i mean you just have to go fill it out and you're like, they, they, they don't turn you down as long as you answer the question right of why you want it. But if you have a mar- medical marijuana card. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't. Oh, I don't even you know. Can't, if you can't. I don't you think, can't buy a gun, but I don't know. I don't if, think you can conceal carry either. Oh, man. You can't, but that's you whole, can't buy that's any new different. guns. That's a whole other thing. Like, <clears throat> like mm-hmm. I remember when, I think it was Utah, when they finally legalized. Can you believe that? Utah. Yeah. Has the, legalized medical marijuana. How about that? Yep. But when they did that, I remember that there was all this wailing and gnashing of teeth. Well, if I have a medical marijuana card, I go buy a gun. One of the questions on the federal form is, is do you use marijuana? I'm like, well, the answer is just no. Yeah. Yeah. Why is this a big deal? I just want to have well, that option. You can't lie on the federal form. <laughs> and you wonder why you're not free. Right, right. Gosh. I don't know if I should be on, on uh, the internet at night. <laughs> oh, I- Every every Saturday morning, I say that. Oh yeah. Like, Apparently, I did karaoke. I drink. <laughs> it's just the day has built up and yeah. <laughs> like getting that rage out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <coughs> so okay, so um, th- this is something I learned um a couple years ago, or maybe it was more than that because of COVID years, like really definitely, you know, wrecked right. my whole timeline. Oh yeah. Um. But that not every place has like a, a registration for cars and you don't have to have inspections in other places. Other states yeah. had their own kind of, I just thought well, like, it like, was yeah, like, you see an Ohio car with like the, the cellophane door. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we don't have any inspections in Florida. Wow. No. Okay. Uh, wow. Okay. So nice. awesome. And ours is due this month, you mm. know, and, and then Dave was down here doing the registration for our car. I think it yeah. was because it was late. Um, but you know, you could just be driving down the road and some cop decides to run your thing, you know, they all and, do now. And, they'll, and they'll, they they'll just... all have cameras here mm-hmm. and they'll just pull up behind you and they have a camera on the front of their car. Yeah. It scans your plate, runs it, and then Isn't they'll decide terrible? if they want to pull you over. And, and oh, here's why? the, here's the, <laughs> here's the really fun part. Oh my gosh, I love it. Nine to one. All of that data is getting sucked into some federal database. Somewhere. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, it's so isn't that in that whole like I've heard from people who live in states that have the whole um, inspection thing mm-hmm. that to a large degree that's just a big racket that is propped up by the car mechanics because it's like oh big business. big mechanic. <clears throat> I wouldn't doubt it, you know? <laughs> you know, especially if you started like at a local level and you got some, you know, big wig in the local politics, but he also owns a garage and he's like, mm-hmm. you know, we can't have these unsafe cars out on our unsafe streets because right. yeah. we live in Pennsylvania and our streets are amazing. <laughs> like The highest gas tax in the country. Mm-hmm. And it's 
I, it's it's those potholes that like make you reevaluate everything. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're great. I am. Um, I'll, I'll tell you this. You know the the whole the whole inspection scheme. I, I've spent a good bit of time in Eastern Kentucky, and the stuff that's on the road there, if they're managing okay, I think we can live perfectly fine with. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, if, if it breaks down, just move it out of the way, please. Thank you. Yeah. Be, right. Consider it. <laughs> Yep. I mean, you know, you can do some amazing thing with rubber rubber bands and duct tape. Oh, yeah. yeah like I said, those Ohio cars, I've seen some stuff. You've seen some things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. My Audi yeah. is very unsafe. I'll agree, but yeah. I love it. <laughs> Somebody loves oh, Kentucky. Yay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> well, I think what it was our, we, we drove through Kentucky we on the did, way down. We did, and it was our very first time there. we went there. through Louisville, and I'm, I'm not a fan of that, that little Louisville, trip. Louisville, David. Louisville. 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 <laughs> Yeah, you said it wrong. It's Louisville. It's Louisville. 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 Mm-hmm. Louisville. Louisville. Uh, we're doing yeah, that Taco Louisville. Bell thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but we were going over like these overpasses and it's downpour and I'm right up against the wall and looking yeah, down like Louisville, six stories. Bad. You know what they call that whole big mess? <laughs> oh. Spaghetti Junction. Okay, yeah, that's what it oh. felt like. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it's, been, it's been like I, I, I grew up when I grew up there. I was born in Louisville and lived there when I was like a little, oh, little kid. Yeah. Mm. It was a mess then. <laughs> oh. the 70s, you know? They haven't fixed it yet. But, oh, but without government, who, who would we not have the roads? Right. Right. Ugh. That's just, it's so, it's frustrating. Uh, like today, well, today my dad was talking to us a little bit. They came oh, to visit. I, 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 I like and I was he's coming excited. around a little bit. I was really excited. He's like, you know, I saw, um, the that Elon Musk guy and so my dad's like 68 he's not like total boomer but yeah. you know um but he you know he's like and and he said you know like the government doesn't have any money it's our money you know and I was like oh my gosh dad yeah I'm like okay breathe don't don't then, try then to we drown got to him throw and everything the, the little like he t- something inflation came up and I'm like oh yeah that's like that invisible tax where they they devalue the dollar in your pocket yeah you know yeah you don't see yep. them taking it but they are mm-hmm. and he's like yeah and I'm like you know what's cool <laughs> Join here's, the dark a, here's side. a little tidbit speaking <laughs> of inflation um Argentina they just elected a new president oh and he's got a plan to tackle Argentinian inflation. You know what it is? Oh, I'm so afraid. Print more money? No, they're going to stop printing money. Whoa! What? It was actually somebody in government that said, we're going to stop printing money to stop inflation. What? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. He's going to get shot. (laughs) <laughs> wait do they have a central bank this is not a recommendation to go buy argentinian bonds <laughs> you know oh you know you know an hour later he's on the phone with jerome powell you know that printing money does not cause inflation no, oh. no it's, it's it's all what's what transitory everything's transitory man i it's love putin's fault i love the redefinitions of all the new all the, all the words like everything's i saw evolving. the other day that they redefined the definition of definition Oh, I saw that too. No, that's a joke, right? No. Why? <laughs> because no. now the it's new not definition a solid of definition yeah. it's, it's to talk about how definitions are fluid. Yeah. Everything's oh, fluid. Everything's fluid. What? When you want to control speech, everything's got to be real fluid. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I um I get the emails from Connor Boyack, Tuttle Twins, you know, that kind of stuff and um 
he was just talking about that, you know, the redefining of things. Yeah. And I'm reading it like first thing in the morning, you know, I'm like, Why no, you don't want to start your day. No, like, <laughs> throw my phone down on the ground. Leave that to Mike. Um, <laughs> I was just like, oh, that they are changing mm -hmm. so many definitions. And, and, the, and, and Wikipedia actually locked out, um, one recession. of them, I can't, it, it was recession. Yeah, because <laughs> it changed um, like 20 times yeah. in like one day. And, and they're just yeah. like, okay, and this is what it is now. Um, right. And and it has, it's nothing like what it actually is. You know, of yeah. course, it's it's more comforting and allowing. Right. And oh my, I just, but definition well, is not a definition anymore. <laughs> I not, am appalled. Definition by it's, definition is not a definition. Yeah. <laughs> <I like that>. <laughs> <laughs> the one to me that, that is extremely of how this matters is is the definition of inflation mm. because mm -hmm. they've successfully made everybody think that inflation is just rising prices well you can blame rising prices yeah. on everything right sure. i mean evil capitalism you know, mostly right yeah greedy corporations mm -hmm. uh putin's you know putin's price hikes <laughs> supply chains coronavirus voodoo you know yeah sure. i was wondering um, why we didn't but, thank putin for this recent drop in gas prices oh, i mean that was well, nice of him no, it, okay, hold that thought. Yeah, put a pin in that. Here's the real definition of inflation. What If you go to, to a dictionary in the 1970s and look up inflation, here's what inflation is. An expansion of the money supply that leads to a general rise in prices. Yeah. So the rise in prices is a symptom of inflation. The devaluation. Well, when you have that actual definition, it's very clear who caused it, right? There's only one person that's, ex or not one person, but one yeah. entity that expands the money supply. So they redefined it. And that way they can point fingers at everybody, you know, out there. Mm -hmm. um, and instead of putting the blame on who it should be on, which is Jerome Powell and Donald Trump and Joe Biden. I like that. Um, but you got to spread it around. Right, exactly. But yeah, so back to the gas prices. So this, this irks me too. I saw this today, you know, Biden's running around yeah. um, talking about, <laughs> oh, we've had 50 days of lowering gas prices. Well, when gas prices were going up, I seem to recall Uncle Joe telling me that I don't have anything to do with gas mm -hmm. prices. Oh. <laughs> and now all of a sudden he's fixed it. It's great. Right? Well, right? that's what it wasn't his fault it went up. He's, he's doing his best to bring him back down. Ugh. He's just, he's wandering around right now trying to find his, his dependence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw some, I think it was uh, Chris Spangle posted something and it was about the gas prices and, and, and it was like the gaslighting and how everybody's like, now they, they think like, oh, I'm so grateful. Oh. Thank you for bringing oh, the yeah. prices down. You know, right. and it's like, it's like that whole thing. Oh. It's like where you're hitting yourself in the head with a hammer and it feels so good when you stop. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> it it right. really is. It's so. It's yeah. so sad. Oh, well, and it's it, the other thing that's sad is how everything is this Republican, Democrat, yep. partisan. Yep. And, you know, oh no, Biden caused inflation. No, Trump caused inflation. Mm. No, both those fuckers caused inflation. <laughs> this you is know? a team effort. <laughs> yeah, it's not just one person. You know, where no. where did it go? Where did it start going? It was the, the trillions of dollars that they Alexander sent out. Alexander Hamilton. Oh, okay. <laughs> never mind. I, I, I was a little late. Okay. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's where, you know, that's where your central banking came from. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, James Madison and, and uh, Thomas Jefferson and, and those folks, they did their best to try to stop it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Once, once that precedent was set, it was what? That was, you know, seven years after mm -hmm. the Constitution was ratified. And that's everything went off the rails. That's where you yep. got this whole. And then, of course when we had the war between the states then 
Lincoln really cemented the Hamiltonian plan. And now basically we have the, the one nation. It's interesting. It's, I've been doing a lot of reading over the last, I don't know, several months, kind of going back into the revolutionary era and even the pre-revolutionary era. And when you look at one of the, one of the biggest things that the founding generation was worried about was consolidation which is their term for centralizing government. Yeah. They called it consolidation. And, and Patrick Henry, I think, put it best. He said, consolidation will end with the destruction of your liberties. Mm. Yep. And they warned about this over and over again. Yep. And yet, here we are. Mm-hmm. And I think when you look at the things that they said would happen, it, it turns out they were absolutely correct. Yep. And um, it's, it's frustrating because I see a lot of libertarians Especially kind of this whole post-libertarian thing where, where we're going to centralize more and we're going we're gonna to impose liberty. No, you're not. Oh, wow. <laughs> you're going to be yeah. free whether you like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've got the people running with it. We're, we, literally, I've heard this term. We need a red Caesar. Which wow. is, your, you know, your, your. I didn't know this existed. Oh, you didn't know this? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Man. The red Caesar. And, no. and kind of the, the, the poster boy for red Caesar right now is DeSantis. Because everybody loves DeSantis because Mm -hmm. he was good on COVID. He was less tyrannical. Yeah. Well, (laughs) none of those people that are running around talking about how great he was on COVID sat in his fucking checkpoint. Mm -hmm. They had a border. Florida had a border checkpoint. I figured out how to get around it. Oh, (laughs) yay. I remember when I went to when I went to New York for liquor, Mm -hmm. I was afraid I was going to run into some Gestapo. Yep. Like, oh, I know because yeah. they they, they like taking back roads. <laughs> they shut. They were like, okay, everything's closing down. We're closing the schools and the liquor stores. Yeah, so and you're we're like locking us in our house with our kids with no alcohol. Right? No alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. So here's an interesting thing. Road trip. Know, <laughs> talking about talking about how great DeSantis is. And I, I, there's no doubt DeSantis was less bad than most. Yeah, sure. That's that's a fact. But the fact of the matter is, so so at the time I was living up in Northeast Florida, we were about ten miles from the Georgia border. And Georgia actually opened up before Florida. So, oh, really? Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a member of Anytime Fitness. And if you're a member mm-hmm. of Anytime Fitness, you can go to any Anytime yeah. Fitness. Okay. So when Georgia opened, I could go 10 miles to the one in St. Mary's and yeah. work out while my gym in, in Yulee was still closed. So that's how I got caught up in the whole checkpoint thing. Because the first time I was coming back, oh. it was COVID checkpoint. And I'm like, what the hell what is that? That is the COVID checkpoint. That is dystopian. <laughs> Holy cow. What, what is, yeah, they what were is running. That? Everybody had to go through. They used the, um, they used the um, welcome center. Mm-hmm. And they routed everybody off the interstate through the welcome center. And basically what they were doing is they were pulling out people from New York, New Jersey, Oh, and I think there was another state, states. and then yeah. you had to quarantine or whatever it was oh that they did. Gosh. I'm like, I'm not sitting through this again. I figured out you could go on US 17 and get around the whole thing. I yeah, without having to deal with that. But yeah, so you know, that's I had to go to the gym in Georgia. That's how great DeSantis was. Okay, so yeah, he wasn't as mm. I mean, great as everybody. Yeah, and and, he, and you know, he's a politician. I think he mm-hmm. figured out that he could make hay out of it. And, mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, yeah, which way is yeah. the wind yeah. Yep. And and again, I mean, I'll give him credit where credits due. He w- he was less bad, particularly mm-hmm. when we had the second wave. You know, mm-hmm. we didn't have to deal with as much crap there. But That's you know, it. he's he's a drug warrior, and and he's uh, mm-hmm. um, he's an authoritarian. And I'm certain that when he gets into national politics, he's going to be, you know, trying yeah. to bomb Iran or yeah. Same whoever shit. the boogeyman is. So yeah. 
I don't know. I just can't, I can't buy into the whole notion that we're going to have some type of, of political savior. Yeah. And that somehow if we can just, you know, if we can just get them to have the power. Now, the power is the problem, you know. Yeah. Well, we got, we, maybe we'll get the no, second coming yeah. of Trump. And okay, everything yeah, so will be cleared up this time. Again? He didn't do anything last time. I don't know. But. Is, is he running <laughs> somebody, again? Somebody, t- I got an email. I got to read this to you. Hold on. I'm going to pull up an email. Yeah, that's the problem. kick out of this. Let's see. Let's say hi to it? Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Lyle. Everybody, yeah, everybody who's, who's popped in here. Yep. Everybody knew. Here it is. Here it is. Um, I really like to. I really like <laughs> to read your podcast and things. Oh. Okay. Will we get silver and gold back as our money, as Trump taught us? Wow. <laughs> Trump taught us that. <laughs> yes. Apparently. Hold on. Somebody, give me a hard copy of this podcast. I want to really dig into this. <laughs> Great day, wow. So there's your there's your Trump supporter. That's how delusional. Wow. 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 Just trust the plan, man. <sighs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he didn't do it the first four years. No, but this. My God, if he gets four more, then we're gonna yeah. we're gonna repeal and replace yeah. Obamacare. I promise. That list that list of arrested celebrities is gonna be real. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Gosh. You know, here's a fun Trump fact for the for the Trump people. You know, they're like, oh, Trump's gonna protect our Second Amendment. You know, he his. ATF enforcement was actually every single year bigger than anything that Obama did. Trump was worse oh. on guns in actual policy than yep. Obama. Yep. Wow. ATF enforcement. Right. He actually implemented gun control with the bump stock ban. So he was worse than mm-hmm. Obama. Everybody's yeah. like, oh, he's going to protect our Second Amendment. No, he's going to fold just like everybody else does. Yeah. 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 I, I have a question for you about, I mean, you know. They're going to elect one or the other, you know, Democrat or Republican. This one's going to play out interesting. It's um, fun. It's like watching a sports game. It's like, yeah. I'm not really, I'm not, I'm not saying you want me we, to give you, would you like my election, my, my yes. pre-election prediction? Yeah. Cause I it, I've, I've, I've made this prediction every year that I've been involved in this type of work. Okay. I've been right every single time. Oh my gosh. And I guarantee you, I will be right again. Put your okay. money on it. No matter who's elected. <laughs> At the end of their four-year terms, the U.S. government will be deeper in debt. Mm-hmm. The U.S. government will be more powerful. Mm-hmm. And your liberties will be smaller. Oh, damn it. Wow, <laughs> You're that... right. <laughs> okay, I can see the black Remember, it's thing. the most important election <clears throat> of his oh, lifetime. Oh, no. Okay. I don't know how far back that has gone, but I remember once I was actually able to vote. <laughs> I started seeing all that stuff on TV. You know, yeah. it was like the pre-internet, you know. Um, right. And, it, you know, if you watched any of the, you know. Voter die. Yeah, voter die. You know, <laughs> uh, what's his face? P. Diddy. You know, like, so, like, you're just telling people to go out and vote, even though they don't really know what's going on. And, 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 yes. and the system's, like, broken anyway. Like, we got these two people out of the through How many millions? Yeah. How many hundreds of millions of people here? So. And think about that for a <sighs> minute. There's 300 and what? 330 million people in the United States, mm-hmm. give or take. Yeah. And the best they could come up with was Donald Trump and that. Hillary Clinton. Yeah. It's like, this is the cream that rose to the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is that? The, democracy is like the will of the people or whatever, and they deserve to get it good and hard. Or oh, something. yeah. That yeah. I'm there you Mencken. go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I just watched? My wife and I just watched this the other day. Idiocracy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I love was that, that your first time watching it? It was our first time, and I'm like, it's oh a my great God. documentary. Happen? Tell yeah. me, oh my gosh, right? Like oh right away. The, the beginning is just like, yep, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, MTV rocked but the vote. Yep, that it was has electrolytes. I know. <laughs> it's yes. what plants crave. 
<laughs> You're going to put toilet water on? This is sponsored by Carl's Jr. This is sponsored by Carl's Jr. <laughs> trust the science, right? Yeah, trust oh. the science, yeah. yeah. You mean the so, stuff in the toilets? So <laughs> much of that movie. Oh, my gosh. I think the first time we saw it, I was like, wow, this is kind of weird. And then we watched it within the last couple of years, and I'm like, oh, my God, Dave, it's happening. Like, it's, I know. Really? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> it is. Anyway. It is. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. It is. It's scary. It is scary. And I think, you know, like you said, you have kids, and we have kids. Yeah. I don't want to see every, I don't want to see it, like. I don't want to have. I don't. I don't want to be having to like live in our basement and like shoot somebody. Walking through the door. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. I don't want that to happen. We're not collapsitarians. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. No. No, because I don't. I think people that have that mentality, honestly, they don't really fathom they how bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. like yeah. I mean, it, here's it the sounds thing. good on paper. You know. Your kids are a little little younger than mine. Mine. Mm-hmm. My son is is uh, twenty three now. Okay. Or twenty. Yeah, twenty three. So. He's in prime, like, go fight China, you know? No. That's why That's why I get so so kind of uptight about the whole Taiwan mm-hmm. thing. And yeah. Stuff. I, don't, I don't want – that's where really the rubber meets the road. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. want my son and my daughter Mm-mm. going to die for Taiwan. Hell yeah. no. Sorry. Sorry. You know, yeah. got a <laughs> and the army, God rest his soul, you know? I, I, I will like sympathize, you... but I am not going to send my children yeah. over there to fight some government, you know. Nothing to do with this. Nothing. Right. Absolutely right. zero. Mm-hmm. It's like a and few generations how... ago, our forefathers, you know, died to do what they did. And, and now it's Taiwan's turn. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Godspeed. Right. Yes. <laughs> it'll be well, okay. That's, you know, that's kind of an interesting <laughs> thing. That's another thing that, that I've thought about a lot. You know. You think about it, everybody's like, oh, the American Revolution. God, it was so great. We got our freedom, <laughs> right? Would it be any different today if we were still under England? Really? Yeah. It, maybe we slowed down the, the progress a little. I mean, maybe. Knocked, knocked it back a few decades. That, and, <clears throat> I mean, but it just I kept mean, chugging along. Interesting, but, you know, again, no, I, I think I you're right. You're right. Of, yeah. I read a lot of founders. Mm-hmm. And, and I have a great deal. They... They took a huge leap politically in, in terms of political thought, starting with, with Locke and, uh, and, and others who were writing, and then the way they evolved it, and the whole idea mm-hmm. that the government's not in charge of us, yeah. we're in charge of the government. Yeah. That that's, was a big shift that's in thinking. Insane. People yeah. don't realize how, how radical that yeah. was at the time. And then you, you read some stuff like that, some letters that Jefferson wrote, and he was even starting to think, you know, maybe we can't have a constitution that binds the next generation. It's like It's like they were... They were almost there, you know. Yeah. And then something happened. I, I don't know what it is, <laughs> but so so they were brilliant. But their war really just replaced one violent, yeah. oppressive system with another. And, and like I said, it went off the rails fast. I mean, you had Real, in yeah. 1798, you had the Alien and Sedition Acts where they were arresting people for political speech. I did not know that. What? Yeah, I missed that one. <clears throat> oh, you didn't know that? Okay, I so, didn't. Because that outrages me today. Like, yes. <laughs> right. So. 1798, you had Adams was president, John Adams, mm. and you had the, the they are, there were already parties. You had the, the Federalist Party, okay. which were the Hamiltonians, Washington, and then you had the uh, Republic, Democrat Republicans, which was basically Jefferson, Madison, a lot of the Virginia, southern, more southern things, or states, and 
one of the big issues was, are we going to back England or France, right? And the Democrat Republicans were more sympathetic to the French and the Federalists were more sympathetic, sympathetic to the British. And they were fighting over there. And so the Federalists were like, oh, we can't have these French people here. And, and so they basically passed four laws, Alien and Sedition Act. There were actually four of them. Three of them had to do with immigration. And basically what it was designed to do is to keep French people from voting. Um, That's reasonable. And then, <laughs> then they passed the Sedition Act. And the Sedition Act made it illegal for you to criticize or to bring into ill repute the president, Congress, and I think the courts. They only left one office out, the vice president. You were allowed to criticize oh, yeah, the vice yeah. president. Screw that guy. Was Thomas Jefferson. He was in the other party. Oh, I kid you oh not. My, That's how oh my gosh, we've been doing this for so long. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So, so here's the crazy. And, and it was obviously, you know, it's like, think about it. How do you run for office if you can't criticize the dude in office? Yeah. Yeah. And you might think, well, you know, it was just something on paper. No, they arrested a lot of people. I think it was like some 60 people were prosecuted for violating the, the Sedition mm. Act. And uh, a lot of them happened to be editors of papers that I was gonna were say, opposition papers. it's like it's definitely more than zero it's it doesn't feel like a lot but that just means it's very directed mm -hmm. so my favorite <laughs> was and i i can't remember think of his name off the top of my head i want to say it was i want to say his last name was nicholas but he was a representative in um i think it was new hampshire and he said some mean things about president adams so they arrested him they threw him in jail and convicted him under the Sedition Act. Dude ran for his seat again in jail and won. Oh. <laughs> That's some mafia stuff right there. So yeah, so that was the whole, you know, if, oh if the whole gosh. thing. That's where the Alien and Sedition Act is where you get the Kentucky and Virginia resolutions of 1798, which were written by Madison and Jefferson, which outlined this whole thing, nullification, mm -hmm. saying that the states had the final authority and could nullify um, unconstitutional acts that was written in response to the alien and sedition acts. So there you go. How did you get into history? Like what sparked, or was, was is, it, is it always, or, did you start yeah, as, or just as a kid, like, Oh, this is interesting. Or yeah, yeah, where I mean, did you I'm, come from? Let's, let's, let's just be real. I'm a nerd. That's okay. Nerds are cool. You know, <laughs> nerds run the world. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So kind of my, my political, political journey um, I, I was one of these people. I was I was kind of your standard neocon. Mm -hmm. I, I voted for George Bush. Me too. Um, <laughs> and you know I was a big Rush Limbaugh guy, and I had my whole religious right you. thing. So that's that's yeah. kind of where I was. Okay. But I had some good instincts, right? Like a lot of I think a lot of Republicans, a lot of people on the right have good instincts in terms of I believe in limited government, right? Mm -hmm. And I knew that there was this thing called the Tenth Amendment that, and, and I knew that the federal government was doing a lot of stuff it really wasn't supposed to. So when everybody started getting all riled up in the Tea Party, I went to some Tea Party stuff, and I'm like, you know, if I'm gonna really be involved in this, standing in a park holding the signs, kind of stupid. Not <laughs> I, I started looking for some place that I could kind of get there. plugged in and involved. So I found the Tenth Amendment Center, mm. and um, you know, I, little did I know mm -hmm. what I was really getting into because I thought they were just conservatives right mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, so i i signed up to volunteer and and um 
Michael Bolden pretty quickly figured out I could write. And he's like, why don't you be the national communications director? I'm like, okay, cool. I'll do that. You know? Yeah. That's a pretty cool and, and title, so too. I started reading. And then he, you know, Bolden gave me a few things to read. The Kentucky and Virginia resolutions being one thing that, yeah, you know, everybody should go read them. Just Google Kentucky and Virginia resolutions of 1798. You can okay. pull them up and read them. And they're not that long. It'll take you 20, 30 minutes. I'll never forget. I was sitting on the sofa. I printed them out. Because I'm a nerd. I like paper. I love paper. I love paper. I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here reading these, <laughs> these documents that are written by Thomas freaking Jefferson and James mm-hmm. Madison, right? And I mean, it's not like some hacks wrote this stuff. Yeah. Right. And I, I turn around and look at my wife and I'm like, how is it that nobody ever taught me this? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and, and so then you start going down the wormhole and then I started you <laughs> yeah. know, really studying the Constitution and reading the founders and then you know the next thing I know I'm reading... Rothbard and I tell people all the time that you know there's a lot of people in in our community particularly people who are hardcore anarchists or mm-hmm. you know completely anti-state yeah. and they're like why are you doing this constitution stuff the constitution's stupid and uh, I tell them it's gateway drug <laughs> gateway drug to liberty man mm-hmm. yeah there you go it's a slippery Something slope slippery slope for sure yeah yeah so that's how i got into it though yeah Yeah. and uh and and it is fascinating i mean when you really when you really get down to i I love political philosophy it fascinates me and and uh you know like i said i have a great deal of respect for the founders because of where they came from and where they Mm -hmm. got to in a relatively short amount of time and then somehow we've regressed to this This, (laughs) yep do you think there's is there a way out or, or do, I mean, he's black pilled. I'm black pilled. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> honest answer. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I obviously I have some hope or I wouldn't yeah. just quit. Yeah. You're yeah. working pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's important. I think at some point I, I said this earlier, I think the empire is going to collapse. Mm-hmm. And what that's going to look like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, it, I, yeah. I, I, I could picture the U.S. being like England is today. You know, England was the world empire at one yeah. time. Yeah. I could see the U.S. being like that. You know, we're still we're still relevant, but we're not. Yeah. You know, maybe we're sharing power with somebody else. But we yeah. still have a seat but at the at table. At some point, <laughs> it, it's, the thing that's going to catch up is the economics. You, you, you can't. Yeah. You can only skirt the laws of economics for mm-hmm. so long before the whole thing starts to fall apart. My hope is when we get to that point that there will be sure. enough people with enough good ideas that they can build something back that's better. Because re- mm-hmm. really what it's going to take, in, in my view, I, I don't think a violent revolution is going to do it. Because I think if, if you have a violent revolution, you're going to end up building something on the same foundation as what we have, which is violence, force, and coercion. Yeah. But I don't, I don't have a lot of hope. I mean, you might be able to stave things off and, you know, might sure. come to that i don't know but that's i don't think that would solve the problems you have to have a change of thought you go back to john adams it's really interesting when he wrote about the revolution he said that the real revolution actually happened long before the war and he said it was a revolution of thought it was a change in the way that people thought about government the way they thought about their relationship with authority and instead of this idea that the king is sovereign or that parliament makes mm-hmm. the rules. People started to think, no, government is created for, for us. And 
you know, it's it's there to protect our rights. Now, mm -hmm. we can say today, in hindsight, well, it doesn't do a very good job of that. But at the time, for them to say that was, was very radical, very big change of thinking. That's the real revolution. We yeah. need that same kind of revolution in thought today where people start to realize that we don't need Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and Donald Trump you know, directing our actions. We don't need that anymore. And until people start to realize that, then we're going to be stuck in this paradigm. And and where we are today is is everybody's fighting for the power. You know, mm -hmm. it's like you've got all the people on the right, and they, they just want to own the libs. And you've got the left, and they want to impose this and impose that. And and nobody's is is awake enough to look around and say, these people are fucking all of us over. Yeah. <laughs> And, and maybe you know, maybe there is some, <laughs> maybe point. there is some optimism because I think more people realize that today than did ten years ago. Yeah. Oh, I hope. I really like do that, hope so. That commercial. It's like that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. works. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you know, I, I do think that. I think COVID was a big wake up call for a lot of people. It was. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people that that maybe aren't that politically awake started to see that wait a minute this is dumb right i mean like yeah. like when you see the guys on the foot this is something that just was really stark to me and i know people who are not politically aware at all that have told me that was really stupid when you have football players standing on the sidelines wearing masks mm -hmm. and then they go out in the field and they bang into each other face without face. masks on face everybody's face. like wait a minute this doesn't make yeah. any sense this feels like theater mm -hmm. so, yeah yeah so oh. you know i don't know so there's my white pilled moment yeah. but I don't know. I think it's going to take, I, I think change will come out of a crucible of, of pain. Sure. And, uh, you know, unfortunately I think it's going to be, you know, my kids that are going to be left <laughs> trying to clean up all this mess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but at least I they'll know. know we tried. I, I know. Oh yeah. man. And, and, and I just think, and it always gives me hope. I remember that we were one statists. You know, we were once oh, yeah. those folks we, who we voted for Bush. watched the news. I would get up. It was important that whoever the other guy at the moment was. Yeah. It was really important at the time. I can't remember yep. who was running against them, but there, he can't win. And I, yeah, Dave would. <laughs> he would get up. We'd watch the news. Go. He'd go to work. I, you know, Good Morning America. I'm like, what's going mm -hmm. on? Yeah. Like, I need to know what's happening. You know, read the newspaper. <laughs> um, I stopped doing that even before I changed, you know, uh, my my thoughts and feelings on all of that, um, just because it was really depressing. And I just mm -hmm. was like, I don't know that yeah. I can really handle all that anymore. Like, I don't know. It makes me irritated. And then Dave found Ron Paul. Yeah, that was, yeah, I was free base and Ron Paul. And, that was my slippery girl. slope. Just <laughs> uh, and yeah. Uh, that was a, yeah, it was for a lot of people. So I was, you know, when Ron Paul was really at his apex, I was, I was one of those. Yeah, I like that Ron Paul guy, except but. for his foreign policy. <laughs> okay, I don't yeah. want to be an isolationist. Because that's what, like, some of my my friends or family would say, like, you know, like, but he's yeah. an isolationist. You know, my favorite like, one is yeah, now, now, now I'm like, old. please God, let's be isolationist. <laughs> yeah. This sounds like a great idea. <laughs> my so favorite good. was he's too old. He's too old to be oh. president. Yeah, but he's too old, you know. Like, <laughs> dude, dude can still ride a bike. I know, right? Saying. Like, do we? Do we see I'm, I'm just gonna bring this up real quick. This this guy here. I don't know if you can see. Uh, Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. <laughs> you know, come on, tell me, Ron Paul. 
isn't okay to in quote know? repeat line. <laughs> <laughs> right. it was, it just oh, up. right. <laughs> Elijah said it at the exact same time as you. Oh, Derek's here. Hi, Derek. Oh, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just, I don't, it's like they just didn't want to, they, they just didn't want them. No, but yeah. You, know, that's, that's, you, they you had to find a reason. Thing. I mean, think about the programming that it requires. I mean, it's a miracle that any of us ever get mm-hmm. out of the programming. Mm-hmm. I mean, you start from the time you're in kindergarten. I pledge allegiance to the yeah. Oh my gosh, I was know? just going to say, remember when yeah. you had to stand up and you had you had to stand up? And now can I ask you a question? When, if you're anywhere that that is happening, um, do you stand? Oh, what do you, what do, you do, do you sit? Do yeah. you not? Do you just kind of Because I go like, to a lot of, a lot of Boy Scout functions with my kids. Our kids are scouts. And so. I'm like, oh, you know, it's like I stand st- with my hands in my pocket. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's, oh, I have to tie my, my shoe. This this sandal is really <laughs> loose. You know? Yeah. And then like our kids. Like, I remember we enough, were, yeah. my, my wife and I were at a Tampa Bay Lightning game uh, okay. earlier this year. Yep. And, uh, you know, they do the, the national anthem and they yep. had this huge, huge flag that they had. It was on the other side of the arena, but, you know, kind of kind of passing it along. Yep. My wife's like, oh, please don't let the sky cloth get over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching the sky claw. <laughs> I don't want to. Well, then it's the not going to freedom. You're going to ruin it for everybody. <laughs> everyone has freedom. If we don't. <laughs> everyone sing has the to song, man. <laughs> or I can't freedom. I used to. I used to get like goosebumps, like listening to that song. You know, being sung before yeah. games, and I was oh, yeah. like, I mean, I, I never. What well, is like, a spiritual thing? Because it's a religion, right. so it's like it's, you, it you, is absolutely when, when you're in the church and you sing the hymns mm-hmm. and, and yeah. And you recite the. the I, I never the did the you know everybody has to stand up and put your hand over your heart thing or whatever. But I was always like, yeah. I like this. I remember I had the one song. kid in my class who who wouldn't do it. And he got in trouble, and I remember he'd always put the A's on his notebook mm-hmm. with the circle around it, and he's doing oh all this gosh. stuff. And I'm, and it's like I thought this kid. Base. I know, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like now as I'm uh, now I'm an adult. And I'm like, I wonder what his parents were like. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, because right. he learned that somewhere. Yeah. It's like because. Yeah. <laughs> But why people like yeah. it and they get yelled at, intimidated, they get they get beat up for yeah. not standing for the piece of fabric, you know? Yeah. So like what is the flag I mean Well for everybody it's what, tribalism. It's, I mean, it's their tribe, I just, you know, it's I, their team. Yeah. Yeah. And people is. died is. for that and I'm like, did anyone really though? I mean, did anybody like actually was there ever a war that was really actually where <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm honestly curious. Well, yeah, they was did there... stuff where, where people would get okay. shot and the other person would pick up the flag. You know, it was a big thing. Oh, yeah. But, but I mean, but, but it was like. Oh, the whole Iwo Jima thing, you know, the yeah. famous. Yeah. Like, so it, it's it's really just kind of this, like, you know, whole, like, indoctrination. Your nation is, you know. And, and you, you know, yeah. here, I'll be honest <clears> with you. <throat> I mean, my grandfather, he was, uh, he went into the army. We actually went into the National Guard when he was 16. He lied yeah. to get in. Um, to get in, he, he he fought in World War II. Mm. He fought in Vietnam, so he was in the army. You know, his career army. He's one of wow. the like three hundred people in the entire history of the army who has three combat infantry badges. So you know, so there's still that part of me that like I really respected my grandfather. He was sure. probably the the strongest male influence in my life. Mm-hmm. And so there's still that part of me. It's like. I, I can't quite bring myself to where some people are like, oh, all the troops are killing, you know. Yeah, that's a, yep. that's yeah. a bit much. They're awful yep. people. I no. mean, I, I get it. And, and, I, and I still, you know, I still like military hardware. 
I don't know. You know, F-18s are cool. I, uh, th- yeah. yeah. No, oh, for that's, really. That's, yeah. That's, yeah, it's something in your genes. It's like, oh. And then it's like, you know, <laughs> what, do you, what do you do with this? So here's, here's, a, here's a tough one. I, I mentioned my, my nephew's about to go into the Army. He leaves uh, about two weeks to oh go to boot camp. And it's just, my, my, my sister is, she's not, she's a little bit more, her, her, her instincts are more lefty. Mm-hmm. But okay. she's also very, like, she wants to be on her own piece of property and grow her own food. And yeah. you know, so she's, yeah. she's a lot closer to, to us than, than not. See, I respect so that, that people just aren't just, just aren't black and, and white and they can. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like, this is my nephew. I love the kid. Yeah. And, and, you know, we've talked to him. We've told him how, how we feel about it. But that's, you know, he's 18 years old. He's got to make his own decisions. Mm-hmm. And that's, that stuff's tough. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I, I, I worry about what it's going to do to him or sure. how he's going to end up. But of course. on the other hand, I'm not going to, you know, disown my nephew because as 18, an 18 year old, he thinks he needs to go on army. Yep. He's doing what he thinks is right. Yep. Right. So, so and, maybe and it's, you know it's, what he's he's probably going over there with good intentions, you know, thinking that I am going to help, and that I feel like right. that's how they're brainwashed into thinking, you know, like it's like you are a helper uh, to your country and your fellow men and women here, you yes. know, and that's and then they come back, and I have mm. family that are in service, you know, and I, it's like I, 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 it's like I never want to say like, you know. Do you like, oh my gosh, do you know, you're just being like used, you know, but like, but they, they really believe that they're doing the right thing. And I, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Hard. It is, it is. It's really, really hard. Sherry, you know, Sherry voluntary, you know, <laughs> <laughs> she, don't hold back. she doesn't hold back. She just comes right no. out and says things. Yeah. Uh, and I wish I had her balls, uh, but yeah. I don't, <laughs> I, I have, I have a lot more sympathy. Um, but I do, I, yeah. I see where, um, you know, some of the people are coming from because they're, they're just, that's their mindset is that that's what, that's what, you've been that's taught. what I, I need to do. Right. You know, it's the same with cops. Mm-hmm. And yep. I, I hate, I hate cops. <laughs> I really do. But, <clears throat> you know, I still like, if I see a cop, I'll still say hi. Yeah. Know? It's oh like, sure. Still I don't human. know. I don't want. I don't want to get to the point where I'm dehumanizing people yeah. because right. that's that that's dangerous. What they do to us. You know? Exactly. Exactly. So I and try a, not to fall into that trap. But and a lot of the uh, I, and I'm not, you know, I'm not being sympathetic to cops uh, in in a way by saying this, but but some of them do get in and think, you know, I'm gonna make it i'm gonna be i'm gonna be good i'm gonna help people you know yeah and then and then but then they kind of get that brainwashy thing going and um well and i've told people this before the the problem with policing is institutional and any any organization you know i learned this so i went to business school and we learned in management that corporations have culture you have corporate culture yeah and people who are working in that they embrace that and internalize that corporate culture you have to survive and so you've got this corporate culture that in policing that has been molded by the war on drugs Mm -hmm. where the idea is that everybody is our enemy Mm -hmm. that we're scared we have to protect ourselves they dress them up like army men they arm them like army men yeah and so who's the enemy 
Yeah, and so it, it has turned protect and serve into command and control. Mm-hmm. And so, and to some degree, even if even if you have the good cops, and, and I know I know some police officers are fine people, but they mm-hmm. are in an, in a cult culture mm-hmm. that's cult. toxic yep. and <laughs> dangerous. Yeah. So that's the problem. I mean, my view is is that if you got, we could solve so many problems in this country if we could just get rid of the damn drug war. Yep. It, Oh my gosh! Right, so, so much comes out of the drug war. Mm-hmm. Any, anyone Asset with half a brain, yeah. surveillance, militarization of cops, gun control—all that stuff comes mm-hmm. out of the war on drugs. Every time that we start trying to fight gun control, well, well we got to get the drug dealers, and they've got guns. You well, know we how you use get those them? gun laws to get the drug dealers? Yeah, defund like, the well, drug dealers. <laughs> <laughs> see that? See, now I'm getting mad again. Anytime I talk about oh. cops. <laughs> But it's like you look at prohibition, gotcha. and it's like, okay, here's here's the script, right? here's what happened, mm-hmm. here's the the blowback, and here's how we fixed it. It's like we don't have Al Capone because they legalized alcohol. You know, mm-hmm. now they, they they just shifted to the the next black market. Mm-hmm. But right. so let's just yeah, let's get rid of the black Drugs. markets, and and yep. put the put these these businesses in the hands of honest businessmen. Right. Instead and of the criminals. next big black market's going to be guns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you see the thing the other day where the guy uh, 3D printed a bunch of guns and turned them in at the gun buyback? Oh, that's amazing. That, that's almost better than the the you know the wood block with the pipe that's taped awesome. to it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's <laughs> Yeah, he turned in like 60 of them at oh. 100 bucks a pop or something. Oh like my that. gosh. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> that's an entrepreneur right there. Now yeah. they won't take it's this was in Houston and now they won't take ghost guns anymore. No, oh those are real gosh. guns though. What what are you talking about? Yeah, those are real. Those are dangerous those on are... our streets. Those <laughs> yes, are gonna get are. in the hands of criminals, obviously, because they're ghosts. They're just gonna travel through walls <laughs> yeah, right? and go to the criminals. You can't even see them. No, yeah. No. And you know, a nine millimeter, that'll blow a hole <laughs> right through you. Head right off. Amazing. Right. The size of a yeah. <laughs> I heard that. I'm thinking, where do you get this nine millimeter ammo? I want some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I have never that experienced spicy. that before. <laughs> this must be special. Oh um, yeah, but really triggered. Yeah. I really triggered this gun person once. Oh, that's fine. Um, they, were, they were talking about those are weapons of war, and they're intended to kill people. I'm like, yeah, right. That's mm-hmm. why I have that's them. The mm-hmm. Point. Because people are the worst. Yeah. I'm not afraid of a deer breaking in and raping my family. Right. <laughs> Bambi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh gosh, it's it's all the trauma Bambi had when you know his mom. Oh yeah, her yeah. Dad died yeah. or mom. Yeah, that could have went both? a whole different I, way. Mom. Yeah, I can't well, remember. dad was never in the Can picture. you imagine if Bambi could have an AR? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually said that. I saw it. I saw. I saw. There's a new gun out apparently, an AK-15. Ooh. Oh. That seems like a lower number. That's not as dangerous. We need to get these dangerous AK-15s off the street. AK-15. Okay, so Roller Girl is from Scotland, and and uh, we have talked before. She's come in and chatted with us. Um, yeah. She says they do not have guns in Scotland. Somebody so has guns. How? But but do do <laughs> the the bad guys have guns? I mean, there's guns. There have to be guns. Yeah, you around. can't uninvent like, guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now. Um, well, I mean, that's the that's the issue. I mean, if, if, think about how many guns are in the United States. Oh, we I got mean, a lot of guns. The, the the whole gun culture thing is a real thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no way they could get rid of all of it. Yeah, no. and I, I I'm really I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give mine up. 
Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's what I was just going to say. I'm, you know, I'm not like, like, um, the, a fanatic about I just, yeah. I want to say that like, this is to protect me and my family in case of anything. Yeah. You know, that we're <laughs> to come in, in, in our space and, and try I to have harm the option. us. I want to have the option to protect exactly. my family. Whether it be a person or a an entity, bear <laughs> entity or yeah, like I, I want Zombies. to be able to. Perfect, you don't know. Yeah, I want to be able to protect. These our viruses family. are coming along really <clears throat> quick. You know, yeah. that's true. Yeah, the my, robots. Yeah, my yeah. robots yeah. are. Jeez, the robots. So <laughs> I, 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 I have I some lines in the sand. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to willingly give up my guns, and I'm not going to get jabbed with the mm-hmm. whatever version of the. COVID vast. Yeah, and, and I'm not even like conspiracy about that. It's 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 my my libertarian nature where it's like, oh, you're telling me I have to. Like I thought about it. I looked into it. I'm like, maybe this is good. Maybe this will right. you know subdue the symptoms. Maybe we'll look into the what's the best one, which has the least side effects. And then they're like, you have to to keep your job. And I'm like, well, well, yeah, seems like that's that's that it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like i was looking well, into it isn't there a certain sense that when they really when when Care. somebody That's starts right. telling you you have to do something i get really suspicious like what what's the motive here yeah yeah and then and then you make conspiracy theories mm-hmm. by saying you have to like why why do i have to yeah so well, i suggest anybody who really wants to uh, dig into the whole thing read rfk's book and, and I'm not, you know, you take RFK with a grain of salt. He's been anti-vax for decades. And I'm not really anti-vax. In the, yeah, no, in the big not at all. Yeah. But if you actually read, he's got, it's very well documented. And he's got a lot of the documentation from the trials. And a lot of really interesting studies and testimony from doctors about the effects of this vaccine on your immunity. Mm-hmm. And the things that I've read in that book have played out in real life and mm-hmm. in, in the whole thing. Oh, wow. One of the things that just really struck me is that when you get vaccinated, it boosts your immunity to that very specific thing. Yeah. And then it basically cracks on the rest of your immune system. Oh, and so that's no. why when you see these variants coming out mm-hmm. that you're getting situations where the people that are vaccinated and boosted are actually getting sicker because their their immune system is wrecked because of the the way the vac and and you basically condemn yourself to having to be vaccine forever because of the way the efficacy falls. Off. Well, that's what they want. Wow, yeah. And I don't, I don't think it's like they're like Bill Gates is putting a chip in me. It's all money, you know. Right. Like, this oh, is a yeah. huge. I mean, business. can you imagine if you every if you American own a company and it's like I can have customers for life? Yeah, and right. and every right. every American is mandated to buy my product. Right. <laughs> You that's don't even what, need that's a conspiracy that's, theory for that. No, that's mm-hmm. that's that. Yeah, that's uh, that's smart business, and it's and it's playing the mud. I love dirt. I love which, dirt. You know what's funny <laughs> is that the left, who are usually the people that are like, oh, evil oh. corporations, all of a sudden are like, oh, Pfizer saving us. Yeah, this is this is <laughs> big money. This is the worst of the yeah. bad capitalists. <laughs> it's like they they've already got the regulatory capture down pat, mm-hmm. and and then they're they're using their people to to mandate on the entire mm-hmm. population. Or, or you can't eat. You can't go to work. Oh, right. right. Yeah. Because oh yeah, you need your papers. I remember when that was a thing, like right when it first started. Um, Dave, did you get, did you actually get papers they, from work? Well, they, like, they, they were getting ready for the Biden thing. So they, they wanted mm-hmm. everybody to sign a paper saying whether they're vaccinated or not. 
to get ready for whatever step two was. And I, I had I had a couple of friends who were like, I'll just quit. And I'm like, what are you going to do? You're going to go to Taco Bell, make less money and still have to do this because you're going to start your own business yeah. and, and eventually they'll get you. Eventually mm-hmm. they're going to get you. This is such a, a frustrating battle. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Bolton told me I had to get facts, but I told him we're just not. <laughs> <laughs> or you work for the 10th Amendment Center. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> but and then still, it's like it feels like they'll get you eventually. Wow, Tanner. Tanner says, hospital I work at, if you get admitted with vid, uh, governor gives 13, or government gives $13,000 if you get intubated. Government gives oh, wow. 33000 gives the hospital <laughs> 33000 though. So, Alan's like, just finding out about the mandate, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, it is all, it, it is, yeah. So, like, the, you're, you can, you go in and get intubated and... Now, the thing that freaks me out about COVID, okay, like, is just because somebody, a friend of Dave's at work died from it. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Yep. You know, like, yeah. what the actual fuck? So, so, like, so he have was, you guys had it? A couple twice. times, yeah. yeah. That we know of twice, yeah. Yeah. So here's what I actually, so we're, since we just moved, we're in the whole doctor shopping process. <clears throat> and I think we actually found one. That was one of the things I actually asked in my little interview. That's hard. So where are you on the vaccine? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and our doctor said, he said, what you're going to see and what you're seeing now is what happens with pretty much any virus. It starts out really virulent. <coughs> mm-hmm. And then over time, it becomes more contagious, but less deadly. Severe. Deadly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Because really, what's the virus? I mean, I know viruses don't actually think, but what does the yeah. virus want to yeah, do? Viruses yeah. are yeah. weird. Wants yeah. to reproduce. Yeah. So like killing its host is not an effective way <laughs> I'm to not reproduce. Kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So yeah. So he said basically what it's going to evolve to is something similar to the common cold, yeah. where for yeah. most people it's it's a uh, relatively benign illness, and of course. Even common colds kill people. Yeah, sure. Yeah, if you're immune compromised, if you're old, if you have certain conditions, yeah, flu, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I listened to a podcast about the what is it the 1920 whatever the the flu that went through. Yeah, yeah, and and like the first round went through and killed like quite a few people, but a lot of people survived it. And then thanks for the follow, Jack. Jack. And then it came back, and that's when it was nasty. And all the people who avoided it and didn't Mm -hmm. get it the first time it just decimated them but the the communities where it kind of got hit hard but people survived the 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 lighter version right they had a little Mm -hmm. immunity and then and now i think that is that is that another flu that we just get every year now which i think covid will end up being yeah it's just going to be in the flu shot like (laughs) yeah which i don't get do you get the flu shot mike do you do flu shots i got a flu shot Oh, gosh, probably about 2017, 18. Okay. Got the flu that year. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. Right? There's so many variants yes. of the flu. So, like, right. I love my mom and dad. I love them. And it was always just part of what you do. Like, you know, you flu go shot comes and get out, your you get flu, flu shot. shot. Yeah. You know, you go to your right. doctor. You get your thing. You know. Okay. So, <clears throat> I move out. And uh, I think I got it the first year when I was, like, maybe 18 on my own where I could make my own decision. Um, but then like Dave's like, nah, yeah. nah, I, I wasn't adamant about it. I just no, like, I just, just don't like, do that. Nah, nah. Yeah. you know, yeah. and then I was actually, 
actually really okay for (laughs) (laughs) and i haven't gotten one since knock on wood thank you god until now like Uh, i'd only get sick like once every like three four years or something like that where he's like down yeah like down down for like a couple days um but i just i stopped i just stopped you know life's dangerous you're gonna die sometime and and i remember like when dave was reading ron paul and we were talking about freedom you know and i was still like okay libertarian like Mm -hmm. We still kind of need the little bit of government. And I'm running you towards know? anarchy. And Dave is like <laughs> right. down, down the slope, you know? And I'm just like asking him questions. Yeah. And, and he's like, you know what? Freedom's dangerous. And I'm like, oh my God, it is. <laughs> when I'm like, they and should sell heroin like, at Walgreens. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then I'm just like, oh, it is. Dangerous freedom though. But but you're free. But life is dangerous anyway, right. you know? So Exactly. Just, Government's dangerous, right? Oh, super and dangerous. They, they, they both will kill you eventually. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. This is fun talking to you. Yeah. If, if if you have to go, yeah, we didn't say I, a time I, I don't know what time you have to go. I have tomorrow off. You know. So I don't know. I'll, I'll go soon. This is okay. Fun okay. This, this is, is like this is like Mike unfiltered. Like normally you know do interviews and it's like, well the uh, yeah. nullification of all of it. This is, this is way more fun. Yeah. Oh, I'm super excited. That's what we try. Uh, so you talked about like. Um, you know, like jobs and the economy and everything recently, like the, um, like what, where, where is the United States right now? Like, I mean, are, are, are folks good? Are, are, are we, <laughs> is there, are we doing all right? Or is it still sucky, but they're trying to mask it I and saw, say like, I saw like some kind of post on my browser. They just give random news stories and, and something said like, there's not enough jobs for people shut like, up i know right I, I saw something Every and i'm like i drive I by taco bell and they're like please please work here please we'll give yeah, you 16 dollars like, you know, an hour begging so they just did the, they just released they, they have this thing called the jolts report i can't remember what it stands for but it's basically number of job openings and yeah there's a lot yeah there is <laughs> there's a lot it's 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 weird so for for people who don't know i'm i work for shift gold so I do their website. You can go to shiftgold.com slash news, and you can check out all of the writing that I do on the uh, Fed and the economy. And check out my Friday Gold Rat podcast that I do every oh, yeah, Friday definitely. where I talk about this stuff. Um, so there's my little pitch. Now I can bill yeah. Shift Gold for this. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> do um, it. <laughs> so so here's, here's my view. Um, and, and I'll try to make it – I'll try to just make it as simple as possible. Obviously – so, so let's go back to 2018, right? So we had, let's go back to 2008. So we had the Great Recession, right? Yes. And during the Great Recession, it's really the first time that we saw them push interest rates all the way to zero and hold them there for a decade. Yeah, forever, mm-hmm. yeah. And they also, that was the first real big round of quantitative easing, which is basically the Federal, gov- the federal Reserve buying bonds, yeah. suppressing interest rates, and, and blowing up bubbles. Before 2008, the Federal Reserve balance sheet was somewhere in the 800 to 900 billion range. At the after the Great Recession, so when they got through like 2014, 2015, the Federal Reserve balance sheet was four trillion dollars. So they blew it up by four trillion dollars through the Great Recession. So what happens when you do all of that? You artificially suppress interest rates, right? You you throw all of this money into the economy. You blow up bubbles. Stock market bubble was the biggest bubble that blew yeah. up. We saw it through the Trump Trump years. 
in 2018, they started trying to really tighten back the monetary policy. They started raising interest rates. They started shrinking the balance sheet. They got the balance sheet all the way down to like 3.75 trillion. Not bad. <laughs> got Not it all bad. the way down. They got interest. They got interest <laughs> rates back to 2.5 percent. And if you remember the fall of 2018, there was a big stock market crash. And when that happened, and the economy was starting to get shaky, you're starting to see growth numbers and unemployment was going up, all this stuff. And so what did the Federal Reserve do? It stopped raising interest rates. It started cutting interest rates. And it actually restarted quantitative easing even before the pandemic. So I really think that the, the pandemic in some ways saved the Federal Reserve's bacon because it allowed them to go all in on oh, quantitative yeah. easing and rate cuts because they had the excuse of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. So you remember I said we were at $4 trillion after the Great Recession. They got it down to like 3.75, so they didn't get it down very far. During the coronavirus pandemic, they blew the balance sheet up to just a hair under $9 trillion. So Trillion. when, when like, I I'm say that, like... <laughs> when you see the Fed's balance sheet going up, when they buy all of these bonds, they're creating money out of thin air to do it. So in effect, they've over the last, since 2008, have effectively injected about $8 trillion into the economy. Wow. So that's why we have these weird bubbles in the stock market. Mm -hmm. That's why we have real estate prices that are out of yeah. control. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then, of course, during the pandemic, they threw out stimulus checks. <laughs> so oh, that was nice. That we. Everybody was like, oh, well, they, they printed all that money after the Great Recession. We didn't have any inflation. Well, yeah, we did have inflation. We had it in the stock market. We had it in real estate. We had it in assets. My freaking retirement fund. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> but when they did the stimulus out. checks, that put all this money in the hands of everybody out there mm -hmm. who was sitting at home watching Xbox spending money on Amazon. Yeah. So that's... If anybody wants to know why we have price inflation right now, it's because of your damn stimulus checks. Mm -hmm. You're paying the tax yep. in inflation. Yep. Nothing's yep. free. Yep. Okay. So, so that's free. where we are. <laughs> About, so we started seeing this. And of course, you know, at first, like, oh, no, inflation is transitory. Remember that? that was, those were good times last year when inflation <laughs> was transitory. So finally, they had to admit that inflation was a problem. So they started raising interest rates. They've kind of started trying to shrink the balance sheet. But they're not really doing it in mm -hmm. any great pace. But right now, interest rates are at 2.5%. <clears throat> now, you remember where I said that it started to fall apart before? 2.5%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we've had two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth that we've defined as not a recession mm. now. It's, it's all BS. Basically, yep. where I think we are, we're in a recession. The Fed is tightening monetary policy into a recession, which is going to make the recession worse. We're about to see okay. a huge crash in the economy. Meanwhile, there's still inflation, right? Mm -hmm. But what's the Fed going to do? This is the, the $64,000 question. Normally, when the economy tanks, the Fed goes right back to printing money. Mm -hmm. So if they go back to printing money, when we still have inflation at 8 or 9%, you're going to you're risking a significant devaluation of the dollar. Yep. If they keep tightening interest rates to fight inflation, you're going to tank the economy worse, which is really what should happen because they need to get all the malinvestments out. So 
that's a long answer to your simple question. I think no, we're, I think good. we're in the early stages of a recession. I think labor market's not reflecting that yet because mm-hmm. number one, the labor market is a lagging indicator. Number two, after COVID, a lot of people just didn't go back to work. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I haven't really looked real deep into the uh, unemployment numbers from today, but I do know that the unemployment rate dropped and so did the labor participation rate. And yet they added 500,000 jobs. So what does that tell you? It tells me that a lot of people are taking on second jobs yeah. in order to make ends meet. Because yeah. that's the weird thing about un- the unemployment numbers. If if I have a job now, if I go out and get another job, the Labor Department counts that as two jobs. So they've created a job, even though it's me working two jobs because I can't make, make enough money to pay my bills. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> So I think I think you're going to start. To, if you look at like the um, like the weekly unemployment claims, those have been creeping up for the last four to six weeks. Um, the number of job openings creeped down um, mm-hmm. this last time. So I, I think you're starting to see it in the labor market. That at, at the point that the labor market really starts to reflect the recession is the is the point that the Fed's in big trouble because they're not going to be able to say well. It can't be a recession because the labor market's good. They're not yeah. going to be able to read it. Yeah. Can't redefine it any further. <laughs> yeah, where did I – that lady, it was, she had to, like, so, backpedal so the, on her, like, so the simple, the simple, um, the, the simple answer is, um, as far as the economy goes, we're fucked. <laughs> the simple, true yeah. answer. Buckle up. So this is, is what I think. This is what I think I think. I like that. I, I like that. that. I think that the first sign that we get that inflation is cooling, which remember they're defining inflation as rising prices, which I actually think will be in the July numbers. I think you're going to see a dip in the July numbers because just look at at how much gas prices have come down. Mm -hmm. And that's a big part of your CPI. So I think you'll start to see that. I think what you're going to get is the Fed's going to go, oh, look, we fixed inflation. And then they'll start trying to to print money in order to prop the economy back. No. That's what I think is going to happen. No. <clears throat> I've been seeing stuff. That's not good. <laughs> like, they're they're going to send out inflation stimulus checks. Like, <laughs> yes. well, how, about, how about this for some Orwellian gaslighting? We have the Biden Inflation Reduction Act. Oh, the no. It's going to spend a bunch of money on green energy and a bunch of other bullshit and say that's going to fix inflation. That'll do it. Oh my god! Yeah. Where? What? Yeah, that's a okay. thing. Like, <laughs> like, I just, I'm, I'm like, are these... I'm not a smart man. This doesn't. This doesn't. So here's here's a tip for all the kids out there. If if you ever want to know what a bill is going to do, <laughs> look at the title of the bill, mm-hmm. and it's going to do the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh so my yeah, god! The Inflation right. Reduction Act is going to. Increase inflation. The Patriot Act is not yeah. going to be patriotic. No. Nope. If, oh if it gosh. says Tax Reduction Act, your taxes are going. Yep. Yeah, and then, okay, yeah, so, like, uh, 2,600 pages of bullshit in that act. So, like, h- how are there so many words on so many pieces of paper? But they read them all. It's fine. They know you know, what they for. do not read it. They do not. <laughs> like, what is yeah. this? What is this? Nonsense. They, and it's what they do is that, you know, there's all this unrelated stuff that they stick into it mm-hmm. because they know that they can hide stuff in there and pass it and nobody will know. Yep. Because mm-hmm. they just stick it in. I, I read a lot of state bills 
And state bills aren't as bad. I mean, they. <clears throat> is it dry? Is it dry reading? I feel like. Pages, <laughs> I don't know that I could read that and understand all the the gobbledygook. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I have a hard I've been time reading. For Ten years. Yeah. Okay, I have a hard time so. reading the the terms of service. <laughs> you, you don't know? read like, those. This right. is. But you know uh, what it is is that you. I've learned. I've learned certain right. subjects. So like. I'm really good at reading bills that relate to surveillance, asset for stuff that TAC does, asset yeah. forfeiture. Yeah. Um, because you learn the verbiage, you learn, and, and I can, I'm pretty good at spotting like where they're trying to okay. they pull one over. So you yeah. know oh, the this, verbiage. This okay. sucks, you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's part of why Bolton pays me the big bucks. Yeah. Oh, this, nice. <laughs> this useless skill. Well, you guys are getting paid? No. But, you know, <laughs> I, I've joked before, if, like, if I had like stuck on the conservative i probably could have made a lot of money as a right. conservative pundit or mm-hmm. oh right but you're like doing you're doing the lord's work here <laughs> you know you're out there this is meaning yes, over money this is meaning over money absolutely yeah. i can't um, complain i got to go sit on the beach today so yeah. good nobody I'm needs to feel sorry for mike <laughs> i'm so glad i am just i'm you happy that was yeah i lurk a lot on facebook so like sometimes i'll see pictures and i smile and i'm like oh that's so nice but yeah. i don't react because i'm like what if i hit the wrong button and I'm, <laughs> I'm, you know so i'm just like she i just like scroll I, that's why i call her whiskers yeah. uh, <laughs> but yeah uh you yeah you've got a lot of a lot of good stuff i have to ask about the saxophone real quick mm. and then sports ball because alan said we cannot let you go oh okay uh because dave dave will be fired from his non-paid job <laughs> as a producer of it's too late that would be awesome <laughs> um let's go herd goats but, yeah you're gonna, we're gonna have a goat farm we're gonna dave's gonna go to the farm um the saxophone. Now, did you yeah. purchase that, or was that is that something that's been passed down in your your family? No, I purchased it. So okay, that's, I now have the full family. So I bought a tenor saxophone. Oh my! I already have an alto and a soprano. Oh my gosh! And you so you no, play? I'm, I'm I'm assuming you play, or you just appreciate their beauty. <laughs> no, I play. Yeah. Okay. Oh, dude. Okay. All right, so, you're, you seriously. have to play now. No. Um, <laughs> I would love to hear you play. Ever if you ever like are gonna do just. You know, go do a Facebook Live thing, or you're somewhere like, oh, bring it to the next event. I want to hear I've it. I've got a project in mind that I want to do. So, oh, and if, if people are really interested in such things, if you go to my website, michaelmaharry.com, there actually is a link you can click for Mike's music, and I've got some stuff that's up on. Uh, so, that's right. I'm, Keith. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I saw that. So I'm like, uh, my my musical taste are pretty much stuck in the 80s. Love and, the 80s. Um, oh. I love the 80s. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I was the new new wave punk goth kid. Oh. And Okay. So I'm, right. I'm into like a lot of electronic music and stuff. So that's nice. that's really my influence. But I play saxophone. So I'm trying to figure out how to put saxophone into that. Yep. So deep, deep House is kind of the... So anyway, that's what I'm working on. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, man. See, okay. Now, I mean... Oh. Can you read music or do you just play as is or like learn it? Like, or do you yeah, like so read the music? I started playing sax when I was in fourth grade. So I went all the oh. way through. I was the band geek in high school. So I can read saxophone music. Okay. Um, but I taught myself to play guitar and keyboards and bass. And I don't like, I can, I can kind of read piano music, but when you start stacking notes on top of each other, yeah. it can, it can oh. a little bit. 
I have, so I'm really, yeah. I'm really more of an intuitive by ear musician. Yes. But I can, I can read saxophone music. If you put a piece of saxophone music in front of me, I can read it. It's yeah. Flock of cows. Now, if I hear it. That, uh, that's how our son is. He, he just goes by, by feel. He has this like natural thing that I'm like, I do not have that. I wish I had it. Like he can sit, there's a drum set back here behind, uh, guitar. He wants all the instruments, you know, like he has like a a ton of different things. Yeah. We talked a little bit at at Alan's thing. And and definitely he's, you could tell he's got the, yeah. And it's so like we bought him this like t- little drum set when oh, he was kid, like yeah. four, you know, and he was actually making pretty decent music. And then he got a bigger drum set when he was you know a little bit older. And never have I ever honestly thought like, oh gosh, I wish he'd stop. I'm like, I wish he'd yeah. keep going. This is yeah. so good. Like that is really that's good. And he <laughs> plays. He just he has this ability, and I am super jelly, but I'm happy that's for him. Really- if, if if I could do anything, that's what I, well, I'd be an NHL hockey player, but obviously. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, that, um, you never yeah, know. If I, I mean, I did music for 10 years. My ex-wife and I did, um, I don't know if you can call it a band because it was just the two of us, but. That's a band. You know, we, is is yeah, that the a, flock a of cats? Of oh, that's cool. That's, so, you told me I in, could, in Tennessee that, that, uh, you used to have, uh, long hair. And you were oh, in a yeah. band, you know. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> I've still got the I've still got the earrings. Yeah. All right. There, oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah, yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And so, so yeah, I mean, and I do. I I really I've I've got an idea for a musical project that I'm, I really want to put together. It's you know, the last year a lot of people know this. A lot of people don't know me know, know this. But my mom passed away last fall, and, yeah. and then we bought a house, and so it's just like been a complete year of chaos. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like I'm just now coming out of kind of coming out of a tunnel where I feel like I expend energy in places other than just the work that I have to do to get paid and yeah renovating a house yeah I can't imagine honest to goodness like just all of that oh yeah is is a lot um yeah it was, it was a lot for sure and like and like I said I'm a lurker so I saw what was so happening you've seen I, you've seen the, um, the house progress yeah so. yep oh, yep yeah. Um, and I really love what's going on here with your bookshelves and and the the print behind you that you have oh my this yeah my, my office is awesome i love it i'm i'm in the um in the very front of the house so like over here are windows that look right outside so i get a lot of natural light it's a little bit bigger than the office that i had in, uh, in Kentucky. So i really mm-hmm. like it yeah i don't have um i don't have as much the way i set my desk my desk was against the wall in uh, my other place and there was uh, a little bit more space as far as like music stuff, I haven't really figured out how to set all that. Up yeah. Yet, yep. I know. Same here. Like, I mean, we have a small house with a lot of people in it and we're trying to figure trying out, to you know, <laughs> yeah, Dave wants to see all your, books. I, I, I kind of zoomed out. <laughs> uh, and we're just trying to figure out like, okay, so like, here's like our LLN area, yeah. but then there's like, we have to have like the, the, the music. music area. We got the, the weight, the weight room, room, the workshop. Workshop, laundry. washer, dryer, you know, <laughs> like, so, uh, I, I'm like, can we just get rid of stuff and then it'll be better? But I, I think we just need a little bit more space, you know, like, yeah, yeah a little bit We've more got, space. My, my mother-in-law lives with us now, so that 
we're not cramped in any stretch of the oh, imagination. Good. Okay. At, at some point, we will have actually a whole extra room. So nice. someday that might be a might be a music studio. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Nice. Now I want to ask because Alan Alan said it, and I do. I, I also want to say Godarchy's back. I'm oh, excited about that. Yeah, do it. Go oh, ahead, yeah. say that. Because we'll talk about I, I was following that a lot, and I know you took a break from that. And then I didn't see your post until I was, I was lurking on your page just to, you know, prep for the show and stuff like that. That that you are making episodes again, and I love that I podcast. Am. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I need to get that back in my my podcast well, rotation. Mm-hmm. After I've f bombed uh, numerous times, I'm not sure I should talk about Godarchy. <laughs> <laughs> you can. It's okay. Um, yeah, if, if people are interested, I, I call it kind of the intersection between voluntarism, anarchism, mm-hmm. and Christian faith. Oh, and that's a great got a podcast. A great I really started the whole thing. I actually started the website back in 2016. And a lot of it was just this motivation to be some kind of anti-war voice in Christian circles because there's so many freaking right. Christian warmongers that mm-hmm. it's frustrating. And then it kind of evolved, and I did a podcast. I did probably 80 some episodes and um yeah so i put it when when my mom got sick i kind of put it on hiatus sure i really debated about whether or not i was going to do it again if you really want to hear the whole story you can go actually listen to the first episode i got to do this whole thing but yeah i gotta do um, it yeah so and i started writing a little bit there i did a couple of uh, I, I did a really good post um that nobody read <laughs> you know, facebook algorithms yeah it got our i was battling um, those today just, yeah Talking about my um, my my problem with the gang, I have this violent gang that runs my neighborhood. And was that a real thing? Because I saw the I saw the tag okay, on the wall. Yeah. But again, well, I guess I don't, I don't want to spoil yeah. it either because I, I am going to listen. To it. The violent gang is the government. Oh, okay. Spoiler. <laughs> so just a little analogy. That's so yeah, I'm, I'm starting to do that. I'm, I can. Uh, the next episode I'm doing it every other week, <clears> and <throat> the next episode is going to be with. Um, Folks may be familiar with Dot Fixon, who is a magician and a libertarian and a Christian and um, has the distinction of being one of the few who fooled Penn and Teller. Oh, oh that's, yeah. well, that's exciting. That's pretty good. Doc is, is great. Mm-hmm. So he'll he'll be fun. So he's my next episode. Nice. And so go can, to Godarchy.org. Yeah, and, yeah I put it up there. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's again. that's so great. Okay. So I am I'm really trying to get into listening to things like. It's hard because you uh, have kids and, pulling on you all day long. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but because the kids interrupt me all the time, you know, I'm like, I'm just going to do the dishes, and they're like, you know, talking to me. I'm like, I can't hear you. I'm doing. Yeah, the that's dishes. what you have to do. Though. You know, like, just be like. <laughs> um, so, uh, but I, I'm I'm going to try to listen because yeah. I need to make that time for myself for that that kind of like good good stuff going into personal my head. Development. You know, personal development. That's yeah. right. And I listen yeah. to podcasts like seven to twelve hours every day. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> depends on how long. So you know it's weird is, yeah. because I used to be a big podcast person, and and the only thing that I listen to anymore is Sports Day Tampa Bay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. All right. So you go. Ahead, I go dude. through like history, <laughs> ghost stories. Yeah. I'm trying to uh, brainwash myself with Jordan Peterson, mm-hmm. and then I listen to some Bible uh, stories podcasts. You listen to the uh, you listen to, to the uh, Dangerous History podcast. No. CJ Kilmer. Oh. Oh. Uh, highly recommended. Dangerous Actually, history. I hadn't I hadn't listened in a while, but CJ's amazing. Uh, here's a pen, uh, but I have no paper. Because I, I I really like history. what got me started was hardcore history that uh, Dan, yeah. whatever his name is, those. So are... CJ's CJ's of our of our mind, and he comes at history from that. Oh, that's it's really neat. interesting because so much history is 
viewed through one political lens or yeah. another. Yeah. Yep. And so, like, he can he can take a topic like the Civil War and he can hate all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They're all bad people. So, They're yeah, all terrible. So he's, he's great. What was the, the name of that again? The Dangerous History Podcast. And uh, he's he's a history professor. He's really, really good. So. All right. Yeah, that's going in the, all right. the loop. Now, uh, his, his episodes look, are long. That's the uh, no, I'm fine like with he that. Does, he does yeah. hour, he's at, he's two at hour, work, three hour so episodes. oh, he yeah. does big long series. He just, mm-hmm. he just started one on uh, World War One propaganda. Oh, all that propaganda? What <laughs> propaganda? I'm serious. Like, that is such oh, Every, everybody, is, everybody mm-hmm. does it though. There's, you know, there's good propaganda, bad propaganda. Yeah. It's all propaganda. Oh boy! Yeah. Remember when we watched what was that that the the marijuana movie? Oh, about uh, the... Reefer Madness. Reefer Madness. Oh God! We actually we actually sat down <laughs> we and watched that, watched and it, it was... was like, oh my <laughs> gosh! Yeah, like... <laughs> wow, really? And now I am currently trying to talk my mom into like I'm like, listen, marijuana is going to help you feel better. Yeah, you know? I think she, mom yeah. needs that. I tell you what, so you know, I'm 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 pretty. You know, I was the straight and narrow. I don't drink. Well, I just, I, I'll have a beer now and then. Sure. Yeah. But I started taking, I have pretty bad arthritis in my hip. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm 55 and I'm still trying to play goalie. That's insane. And, and That's it hurts. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry it and hurts. So I, started, I think it's awesome I started to do taking it. CBD yep. years, several years ago, which really does help because there's a lot of anti-inflammatory properties mm-hmm. and, and and I was able with the CBD at that point to pretty much wean myself off of ibuprofen and Aleve and all that stuff. Right. Then I was out in L.A. with Michael Bolden. We went to the weed store. Oh my! And I got just it, it, it's it's pretty low dose. It was like mm-hmm. four to one, mm-hmm. so four THC to one CBD. Yeah. And I took that. And I was having some some problems with the hip. We'd walked a bunch. And I slept like a rock, and I woke up the next day, and it didn't hurt. I'm like, uh, dude, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so for a while, um, well, let's let's just say I was getting because I was in Kentucky. You can't have it there. And as soon as I got down here, I got a medical marijuana card. Yeah. And it's a lifesaver for me. Yep. And, I, and it's not like I like to get high. I really don't mm-hmm. like the like a whole bunch of it. I don't like the way it makes me feel, particularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just enough of it puts me to sleep. Yep. In, with the anti-inflammatory properties in the CBD, somehow that works together, and mm-hmm. you know, I can I can play hockey and and get up the next morning and feel basically like any fifty-five-year-old would feel yeah. after playing hockey. Yep. <laughs> I have bone on bone arthritis, so really, I oh, oh. playing hockey. You know? Oh my yeah. gosh! Oh my gosh! I'm particularly yeah. sensitive to the to the drug warriors because it's like, who are you? To tell me that I can't have something that makes yep. me not hurt. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. So yeah. So I mean, every. I mean, you know, and and some folks here might know or not know, but Alan. Oh. You know, you know, <laughs> um, a, has. And he's a friend of ours too. Uh, yeah, Alan. Not. not but uh, the, oh, the, oh, Mike. Yeah, Michael. Yeah. Yep. Um, but Pack Crest. Is Aaron still here? He's got the link. Pack Crest. P A C serious tea uh fantastic stuff yeah. and get 30 percent off with promo code it's too late <clears throat> yeah and uh delta <laughs> nice. eight now i i i am i used to just get high all the time yeah i used to smoke oh, yeah. weed like brick weed i used to just roll joints we just blunts, bongs, blunts, bongs. all this stuff you know and <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah no seriously it was like, like that was our lifestyle for a while I, 
this was yeah. back in like 2000, you know, and I'm like, how can right. people not be high, man? Like, how can you just like go through <laughs> your day without like being high, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then uh, I, I went through some stuff and then, um, but now like, like just to like, now the stuff is like so potent, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like, <Yeah>. it's all <laughs> sticky right. and has these red hairs and there's like all these different strains. So it makes me nervous yeah. and I'm, I'm scared. Um, <laughs> but the Delta eight, it's like in between CBD and mm-hmm. Delta nine, which is I've just got marijuana, you know? Yeah. And I love it's GG number four. And I just boop a little bit at <laughs> night and I'm like, mm, yeah. you know, just makes my brain stop talking. It is. It's like, it's like mellow. Makes your brain stop talking. I love that. Because my, my mind is just constantly like, let's think about this. Let's worry about this. And what if this? Drill into this. She has a bump on her head all out of nowhere. She said she didn't bump her head today, but now she has a bump. And what is it? And why is it still there? And, you know, like, so, uh, I'm going to go take some of that. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I like about, because I'm not very self aware, but I, 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 she got the CBD because she wanted to try it. And I, I had to get the, the isolate the isolate no no thc because yeah. i can get tested work. at any minute at yeah. work mm-hmm. right but it, it's like i'm like oh i'm like it it's like the fuck it all without the high you know it's just kind of like yep. yeah <laughs> it, just, it just makes you like just, oh stop thinking about all that stuff it really is awesome and it's from the earth and wait plants can't be medicine it has to be patented right well, <laughs> well yeah mm. Uh, but it is, it's amazing. And I'm happy to hear that you have found something to help with that. Uh, because I also, I want to help my mom find something, yeah. you know, like, I mean, I was, I was popping ibuprofen and, and, yeah. and uh, naproxen, mm-hmm. like nobody's I know. business. That's yep. not good for you. No, it, it isn't. Means. Oh yeah. Yeah. It is not. I know. Cause there have been times, I mean, just times where, and it's not from hangover, <laughs> you know, that I'm just like, oh, look at this ibuprofen, you know, like yeah. my neck. You oh, know? yeah, you used and, to go through a lot. Yeah. Of, I, yeah. I get stressed. My wife has neck problems. You know, so I'm just like, I'm const- I feel like I'm constantly like this, like my shoulders are up to my ears and yeah, right. but it, it yeah. really. You got kids. Yeah, it ha- yeah. <laughs> but it helps. It really, the CBD helps and, and uh, the Delta 8 really just kind of, you know, where they're like, can I, can I do this? Can we do this? Can we? And I'm like. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah, you know, like, it's fine. Well, it's going to be a mess, but, but who cares? You know, like, we'll clean <laughs> exactly. it up. Everything's going to be a mess anyway when you have kids, you know? Right. Um, real quick, sports ball. Now, yeah. okay, so uh, Alan says you guys are bringing it back just oh, in time for, like, football. Oh, I'm, yeah, 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 I'm pretty so excited about football season. Yeah. Okay, okay. Football. I like football. That's really, that's, that's, that's the, the sport that, and even I'm a I'm a huge hockey guy, but hockey doesn't translate very well to television. So like I'm is that what it is? Love, I've loved football since I was a kid because I, I, I love, love the concept of hockey. You know, it's like I do. It's a great sport. You took me to my like my first game, and it was like a minor league game. So these kids are teenagers, and we're watching the game, and suddenly everybody stops. They throw off their gloves and they start punching each other. I'm like, they're gonna let these kids fight? <laughs> like, like as long this as is amazing. Falls down. Yeah. <laughs> It's an amazing sport, but for some reason it doesn't catch on, and I feel like it should. It's, it's very so American. Fun. It's it does, so good. It does not translate to television. Mm-hmm. And I've I've taken a lot of people who are like, oh, hockey, take them to a game. Yeah, it's amazing. And they're like, yeah, this is awesome. It's a right. fast game. It's it's hard hitting. It is. Um, it's got a fight. You know, they back in the nineties, 
there was a lot more fighting than they've they've really kind of taken the fighting out of the game a little bit. What? Um, Why? Yeah, I remember when they tried to highlight the puck. Like they, they put a light oh, on it. Yes. And then, oh and then, yeah. yeah, they did the uh, that was Fox. And then it went away and they real had quick. The, it had the little tail on it, like yeah. fast. Which... <laughs> it is so much fun though to see like in person and just watch how I mean, they're just passing the shit back and forth, you know? And then and then to to get a goal, the guy, you are you the goalie? The big yeah. guy, like, you know, with all that stuff on. And and it just slips past or it doesn't, you know, yeah. it's yeah. so it's such a fun. I was game. always the goalie on street hockey because I took up the most space. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's Alan's theory on goalieing that they should just find the fattest. Yeah, person like sumo. Can. Yeah. Well, everyone thinks that Dave, oh, you must have played basketball because he's six four, you know, and he's like, no, I'm not actually really yeah. good at basketball. I don't like running and I don't I don't leave the ground. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, you know, here's the funny thing. I've tried, I've tried to explain this to Alan, but you know how Alan is. Yeah, he's but, so hard-headed. So, so I played at USF, <laughs> University of South Florida. And there was a kid that, that – um, so we had – so, like, you have in, in college, you have – NCAA hockey is relatively small. It's mostly north, north, northeastern schools and then be scattered around. There's a whole other big organization called – American Collegiate Hockey Association, which they call club hockey. So it's not NCAA sanctioned. You have to pay your own way. Oh, okay. But it's still very well organized. It's still pretty high level competition. And I played for, with a kid that um, had played D1 hockey and then he had some family issues, came back home. And he would regularly put the puck between the crossbar and my shoulder like this. Oh, oh my! The fat guy won't work because you can't get a guy fat enough to fill up the whole net. Yeah, there are guys are so good that they can they can find those little bitty holes. Yeah, that's amazing accuracy. Yeah, that little little space. And the funny thing is that you know we would. uh, I mean, when I was younger, I would go to games and and at you know between periods and stuff they would have little stuff contests. You know, like oh so and so come out. You know, uh, and you know if you hit hit this puck. (laughs) Into the, you know, if you get a goal, you, you win X, Y, Z, oh, yeah. you know, a bunch of money and, but they couldn't, you know, it's because they were just a regular person, you know, fun fact, I went to a, um, so for a while, Lexington had an AHL team, American hockey league, which was, which is a step below the NHL. Okay. And, um, Allen's being the yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alan's being Alan. He's hanging out. Yeah, here. Alan's being. Alan. So um, I Alan's went to an AHL Alan. game, and I got picked to go down on the ice for the in-between period thing. Oh my to gosh! Shoot on the mascot. Oh. Now, now I'm I am a goalie, but I do know how to shoot the puck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I won. Nice. Oh my gosh! Are you serious? Awesome. Yeah, I won a yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. <clears throat> yeah, because a lot of people. You know, it's just, it's not. It's not as easy as it looks. It's it's like watching somebody mm -hmm. throwing the first pitch. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I can, I can throw from here to there. Mm -hmm. And, and one of the guys from our shop got to do that at like the local minor league team. Yeah. Yep. And it was like 15 feet, like off to the side because he tried to put some heat on it. Yep. Right. He's all all nervous. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yep. It it is. (laughs) Oh, Celeste says that like when you bring the little kids out yeah to fall between periods <laughs> yes. now like hockey season went okay i, I no feel like it has, i feel like things changed there was 
I mean, there was like a strike like a long time ago. Yeah. I feel like I well, remember, COVID, and then it kind of changed, and then and COVID too. too. Yeah. Um, so now we're back to normal. Hockey season usually starts the first or second week in October. Okay, and goes to what and, like, is it- and then it runs. Regular season usually ends in April, and then the playoffs go forever. So the, oh, okay. the Stanley Cup Finals usually in early June. Holy shit! Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh! That's like when, baseball. When it just playoffs, you've got four. Yeah. you've got four rounds of potentially seven games each. So you have okay, games in the playoffs. It, you know, oh wow! It takes a while to roll through that. It's okay. like trophy in sports. Yeah. I, like yeah. I know football season, baseball season is just all the time. Basketball, basketball all yeah, the time. Uh, yeah. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know when basketball. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of runs close to hockey maybe. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. I just know March Madness. Oh, like right. that's because yeah, March know. Madness, but I, I don't hear about you know. it being from yeah. Kentucky, I have yeah. to know March Madness. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so you guys are bringing the sports ball back. I'm excited. Yep. I, I I am really pumped for uh, football to start again. Although yeah, I like I, I said, that. I don't want to rush summer. So for me, because right. we live up in the north, bringing football back it means, means that like fall. Yep. I love fall. It's beautiful, but it's like, like two hoodie weeks. weather, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know, it's like freezing in the snow. So so who's your team? Buffalo, Buffalo. Bills. Yeah. It's, it's My getting, brother-in-law would be very pleased. It's getting better. <laughs> it, it, it was it, a, it was a rough few decades there. It's been <laughs> yeah. oh, so they'll fun. Be in the, they'll be in the mix for for winning the AFC this yeah. year. Yeah. Oh, it, that's I am, I am. It has just been so much fun, and it's always been just fun watching anyway because I love cheering. But, but it's nice to have a franchise quarterback. But it's really oh, nice yeah. to like see like. You know, where, I mean, we are just jumping up and down, literally, like, we have the folding table, yeah. and the kids are <laughs> pretending to, break to that like, shit. <laughs> jump into Oh, yeah, it, the kids know? are, like, <laughs> faking, like, down on the folding table. <laughs> yeah, trick-or-treating in the snow. Yeah, that's how it is up here. Yeah. But I'm I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. It's, it's fun. But I also just love watching any, I mean, I'll watch tennis. I don't really understand tennis, but I'm like, oh, I love good yeah. competition. Yeah, you know, like you know, it's, here's here's a crazy thing. So when I had my, I have artificial heart valve. Oh, oh, and I did not know. When I had my first open heart surgery, which was like in 2003, it was in the summertime. That. I started watching NASCAR. Ah, I got hooked on NASCAR. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I was like, what is, oh, that's so stupid. It's yeah. just cars driving in a circle. And now I'm like, now I'm like, yeah, no, there's, race. Yeah, there's right? strategy. Right? I remember one time I and fell I'll asleep in NASCAR. I woke up racist. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. NASCAR race is another thing that it, that, um, that when you see it in person. Oh, I imagine. I have not. Yeah. yeah. I am. Um, I was a sports editor for a while at a newspaper and got to cover a, it wasn't the, cup series but it was the, the step below yep and um i had like i had press pass so i could like go in the pits oh wow oh, i got some great photographs but, oh my gosh yeah it's just it's so fast and yeah and, it is fast <laughs> and they are going insane speeds so close to each other yeah you yeah. know i'm like it doesn't look yeah, like it on tv i know but yeah. no, i can't imagine there, being like, there <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I, it would be fun. Yeah, I, I, I grew up like fun. relatively near a dirt track, like a, a speedway. Yeah, yeah our, our yep. speedway mm-hmm. here, and it's like every Sunday night you could, you, I'd hear him out my window, just all night, and yep. the yep. announcers going off and stuff. That's. Fun. I never actually got to see a race there, but one of my friends did go in in the middle of the night with me in the car and, and race around the track a couple times. 
Hey, <laughs> you broke the law, Dave? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's bad. It was it was private property, and we were racing on the track. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> that's private property. Oh my that's gosh, one of the things. So this is a fun fact about my wife. That's one of her like bucket list things is to drive a NASCAR. <gasps> really? Car. I kind of oh. want to do that. Either yeah, that or or some kind of some kind of you know foreign you know like the. I, you can do it. You yeah, can drive you can it now. Yeah. Like yep. Daytona has it. It's like four or five hundred bucks. Yeah. What is that? Yeah, we spent like four what? times as much to go to freaking Alan's thing. Well, because we had <laughs> <laughs> Alan, we spent so much money. To <laughs> but it was so much fun. We had to rent a vehicle to go down. Oh yeah, we got a suburban. Our van. Right. Did not oh, have yeah, your, F- your FBI car. You know, yeah, yeah. The van did not have uh, cruise control or air conditioning. So how are we going to go to Tennessee? Yeah. You know, uh, and then the car. Who I cannot pack my kids in the back seat and all of our stuff. Yeah, yeah and all of our stuff. Uh, we barely made it to Niagara Falls to see Celeste um, before, with the kids uh, before all this shit hit the fan. <laughs> it was a two-hour drive, and They're they were close. fighting in the back, and I'm like. You know? I almost turned around. And Dave did the dad thing, and he's like, I will turn this I'm, car around. And I was serious. I'm like, yeah. we're in Buffalo. I will yeah. turn around right now. I'll and, I'm, and I'm like, please don't do this for me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But yeah, uh, everybody should watch. Uh, everybody should tune in to Sports Ball. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what's better than this and Alan talking yeah. sports? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yep. Oh, Matt's gonna fix our issues. He's a he's a friend of ours that uh, we met actually through the millwright. Like, he's a mechanical, you know, yeah. Um, through the Liberty Movement, uh, but we found out. Oh my gosh, he lives in town, and so we've hung out with him and his wife a couple times, and he's checking in on our uh, air conditioning issues, nice, cruise control nice. issues. You know, I, I don't want another car payment. I don't want to. Oh, yeah, we have to because yeah, we paid off our stuff like a few years ago, yeah. and it's been really nice not having a car payment. Yeah. Not having payments is a beautiful. It is a beautiful thing, especially and it's now. It's a very important thing, given what we've already talked about with the yes. economy. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Make that vehicle work. You're mm-hmm. going to need it. Make it yeah. work. <laughs> and then, like our our middle kid is like, oh, these uh, these people are driving Teslas, and I'm like, you know what, buddy? I'm like, let's talk about being grateful. Like, let's <laughs> talk about being grateful that we For actually we have. have like a super like it's a nice van. Like, so it doesn't right. have roll down windows in the back. Okay. It's got that stowing go though. Yeah. Man, it's got that stowing go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Let's be thankful, you know? So, oh my gosh. I don't want to keep you too much longer. I don't know how long you want to stay up, but I have had so much fun talking with you, Mike. This is yeah. been I'm so about done. You know, normally yeah. I'm at like at 10 o'clock. Oh, thanks for staying up. Oh, for yeah, us. yeah, yeah. Oh, I, thank so, you. so you got you got books out and stuff. I think you just had a new one. I'm sorry I didn't uh, research well, enough. Okay, hold on a second. Watch this. Oh, oh, you got him right there. Oh, Look at that. Oh, how pretty. I'm looking at it on my screen right now. Look the Constitution Owner's so Manual. Constitution Owner's Manual. Yep. Our last hope. I see it there. Yep. The National Bank versus the Constitution. You can get that free over at the 10th Amendment Center, I believe. Free? Oh, my gosh, guys. Go get let me, it. Let me grab this link. Go get it. Can't see these. Smashing bits. Nice. Yep, there it is. Oh, there it is. Understanding okay. Medicine's yep. Notes and Nullification. I like Nullification. Yeah, that's good stuff. Alan, so you if can you, if you're interested in, in books, and, and I don't want to hear any the Constitution stupid. No, so bite me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so if you're not one of those people, you can go to my website, michaelmahari.com, and go to nice. Michael's books, and there's links to where you can order. I got it right um, there. Yeah, yeah, they're right on Amazon, there. and then you can also actually, if 
you ordered them from me cost you a little bit more, but I'll, uh, I'll, I'll autograph it. Alan, Alan oh, says he read one of your books, so that's cool. Right. <laughs> Alan did. Actually, if you, wanna, if you want to do uh, the audio book for Constitution Owners, man, you can hear Alan read it. Oh, his, his, his sweet, sultry voice yes. explaining the Constitution very, to you. It's very sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I so yeah, follow, follow him. On, <laughs> I know you're on Facebook. Are you on any, on any other platforms? Are you on? I know you're on Twitter. I'm, I'm on the Twitters. Yeah. Oh. My Twitter is M M Mahari tenth. So okay. M Mahari and one mm. zero th. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the best Twitterer in the world. Yeah, it scares me. It's Alan says it's I hit the word penis in there 87 yeah. times without his knowledge. <laughs> no, it's a little bit frightening because that's not impossible. Yep. <laughs> I want to pee my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You can't check everything. Oh my gosh. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, I suck at Twitter, is what I was saying. Yeah, oh, yeah. Twitter is just a wild place, man. It's. Yeah. yeah. And if you want to follow Godarchy on Twitter, you can do that too. Yes. Just at Godarchy. Um, Everybody that's, go. I'm worse yeah. at that Twitter than I am at the regular. <laughs> but you have. Okay, so uh, you've restarted the Godarchy podcast. Yeah, and there's I, a Facebook page for for the Godarchy. You do okay. a few podcasts, right? Um, yeah, I just so well. I do. So, what do I do? I don't know. <laughs> I know. I couldn't. <laughs> I, there's so much stuff. I couldn't. You do a I lot couldn't get it all. I used, really do do my, a lot. I used to do a podcast on my own website called Mahari's um, Thoughts or something like that. Thoughts from Mahari Head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I I stopped doing that quite a while ago because it was pretty much all Constitution stuff, and I don't know. I felt like I kind of. I do the God Archie podcast. I do the shift mm-hmm. gold Friday gold rap podcast. Those are the, those are the two biggies. And then, um, and then sports ball will be coming back. So I'll be doing that one as well. That's fun. And yeah, this was great. <gasps> this was so much. Thank fun. you so much for coming thank back you. on. You are fun to hang out with. Well, you guys are fun to hang out with. See, well, it's it's like you. fun, but gets fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this was a good time. I we loved to keep it. it light, but people, we, we mostly, we learn stuff. So we bring people oh, yeah. on. Like, and we're like, yeah. explain this to us. We so, learn well, <laughs> a lot from you. You know, it's. I think this this environment's cool because you can. You know, it's like, here's here's something that annoys me. You've got some libertarians. It's like they can't turn the libertarian off. No, it's very ah, autistic. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think about all this stuff we talked about. We talked about economics mm-hmm. and, and politics and stuff. We talked about music and we talked about sports. And, yep. You know, that's that's cool because like. What what is the whole point of this, right? We yep. want to live free so we can yeah. actually have a good life. Yeah, and enjoy oh. yourself. And yep. I think too many people forget to, to have go out and have the life. You know, yeah. yep. They're the ones that are through. I don't like sports because it's sports balls no. and yeah. spreading circuses. It's <laughs> fun. <laughs> but it's fun. <laughs> that's that's literally the commercial, right? I think it is the commercial. <laughs> yeah. But it's fun. It's but like it's fun. we we stand up, we Thank yell at the TV. We yeah. get it all excited, and, and it fun. feels good. It's just fun. Here's mm-hmm. the thing. You know, human, I think, I'm going to get deep here. I think human beings are, like, evolutionarily, biologically tribal. Yep. Oh, yeah, They're definitely. Tribal. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was necessary for survival, so that, that goes on, and it's unhealthy when it's directed at the state. Yeah. When that becomes your tribe. So, like... Being in the Tampa Bay Lightning Tribe, that's pretty harmless, right? Yeah. Right. No, I'm not going to tax anybody. I'm not going to start a war. Right. I'm not going to kill the other team's yep. fans. I'm not right. going to go bomb. I don't know. Kids. There's been some fights well, in the football. Fans, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whipping batteries around. 
fun though. Yeah, it's it's a fun just. I like. But it. I mean, I get it. If you don't like sports, that's cool. But yeah. I, I don't understand mm-hmm. the need that some people have to mock other yeah. people for the things that yeah. they enjoy. You know? Let yeah. people like enjoy me. things. I have no interest in like comic books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or right. that and kind of thing. I but I respect like, it a lot. Anyway, oh, yeah. yeah. you came with the comic book. There are <laughs> no, people, people who are way it, into yeah. it. Yep. So you got to yeah. scrape the joy out of life. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a so lot I of different. I bought a comic book though. Yeah. I bought the oh. I bought the Ripperverse that Eric July did. Oh, <gasps> oh, he's doing well. Good wow. for him. Nice. Yeah. And I was for, that was just like, I mean, I went and looked at like they had a hit a video that he did, kind of showed some of the art and stuff. I'm like, this is really well done. Nice. Yeah. So nice. I like quality things. So I, yep. I like art and, and stuff. I'm, like, I'm going to support this because it's cool. Yeah, yeah. it's good. There Somebody's you go. Doing something that's good. So. Yeah. I just found. Well, I guess um, maybe I am a comic book guy. You nerd. <laughs> I just found um, the one of the Calvin the old old oh, compilation Calvin of Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, I love Calvin I, and Hobbes. Yep. And yeah, we got a new bookshelf. Oh, I'm so, so we're gonna have to drag bookshelf. it down here so it's behind us. <gasps> I love it so <laughs> much. I don't know where my Calvin. That you just mentioned. I don't know where my Calvin and Hobbes books are. Yeah. Yep. Because yep. I've got all of the books somewhere. Do you? I know box. I have a couple. We still have a lot of. St- I still have a lot of stuff that's in boxes. Yeah. Well, I mean, same. Like, yeah, we, we moved in here, here thirteen years ago. Years, we still but there's still unpacking. a couple boxes I know I need to go through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike, yeah. this was so much. Yeah, thank fun. you so much thank for coming for on again here and being so enthusiastic about coming here. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. That's Ryan. <laughs> you got to meet He's got Ryan. A good heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he calls me that when I'm, I'm a- reading my book. I'm all right with being yeah. a nerd. I am yeah. also yeah. okay with that. Yeah, I, I, me too. I'm proud of it. Yep. Because I, I know I'm a computer nerd. Like, that's yeah. the reason that this all exists. Yep. Like, well, exactly. And you know what? Otherwise, it'd oh, just there's be a drum like set. This. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, uh, they were all making fun of us in high school. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> you work for me now. Podcast. <laughs> 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 oh, I kind of went the other way. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is so fun! I can't wait to hang out with you again, like yeah, in person. Because yeah. y'all we, need to come to Florida. Really... See, that's what you. I'm down for that. Winter time to visit. I yeah. Nobody to... wants to be up there in the winter. Yeah. Time. yeah. Mm-hmm. I I need to get away yeah, from the you snow. Do. I'm I'm that thick blooded Polak. Like, like this is right. I, I feel like, good here. We need to be done <laughs> with this now. You know. Yeah. February is when I'm just like, okay, this is the shortest month of the year, but it feels like the longest month yeah. ever. February's brutal. Yeah, yeah it is. We've got yeah. a pool. Good night, Elijah. <laughs> oh, my. Wow. The kids will be you can use that We're bougie year. up in yeah. here, man. Bougie. <laughs> Pools make sense there. You can use well, them all yeah, year. Yeah, no, you can use a pool all the That's time. That's like having a snowmobile up here. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I hate. So I'm the biggest wuss when it comes to being cold. I will not get in a, that pool after probably November. Oh my gosh! Oh my! Yeah. I, w- I would 80, probably eighty just... degrees is about my. That's why I say it's only seventy six. I ain't getting. I would dive <laughs> right in. <laughs> well, we'll come use the pool. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That's cool. That's okay. cool. And we're only we're only a mile from the Gulf. So. Oh, nice. We do need to explore that. Yeah, we do a need bit. to explore. We want to yeah. get an RV and just go on tour mm-hmm. and like. Yeah, that'd be fun. And then we can write it off. That'd be great. We've always talked about it anyway, but then <laughs> since Alan we had says kids, we'll do the fifth annual event yeah. at Mike's house. Yeah, there we go. We could. We'd be pulled. Do the pool side. Yeah. I'm cool with that. I mean, you know, my you got to talk to Mike. My Ryan's going to drown, <laughs> though. My next, door, my next door neighbor has a, uh, has a, has a, I'm not kidding you, in the back, in their backyard, they've got a building that is an see. oven. They have what? They have a building that is an oven. It's about the size of my office. Oh, my gosh. They're Greek. 
And so he likes oh. cooks lamb and they oh. bake bread and they do the whole thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So this is, I, I, I live in the largest Greek speaking community outside of Europe. Really? That's interesting. Isn't that weird? Yeah. So they came, they came over, the Greeks came over here in the early 1900s because of the sponge fishing. This oh. is something that they did in the Mediterranean. Wow. And there's huge sponge beds out in, in the Gulf. So I did not know idea. that was a thing. I didn't yeah. either. So, yeah. Oh, but I'd eat up all that food. I yeah. would. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, there's some, there's some great. If you, I'm I'm really amazed. So like, we came from Jacksonville, which is a pretty big city. Jacksonville was crap for food. Really, there's more food in the little Tarpon Springs. Twenty thousand people. Oh, um, we've got too. a Caribbean restaurant. We've got shawarma. Um, we've got a lot of seafood, of course, because you know, on the Gulf. Yeah. And then of course all the Greek food. It's amazing. I love food. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I'm a fan. Too much. Big, Big fan. fan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. I hope you come back again and visit us on our show, but I can't yeah. wait to see you again in person because you're, yeah, you're fun. Likewise. Yeah, you are fun. Well, this fun. was a blast. I really uh, I really appreciate you guys having me. Thanks, yeah. Mike. We appreciate Hopefully you Hopefully I added back. some value to the show. You know? Absolutely. Definitely. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Top-tier guest. Great. This was great again. Okay. Thank you Alan for coming back. Alan says we're all going to be NHL goalies. Let's do I'm it. I'm excited. Let's yeah. just do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Don't listen to Alan. He's down yeah. there with the uh, yeah, values. He's, he's, he's going nuts. No, he's like the only one in the chat that's left. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Have a good night. Thank you. Right, Have a great Peace weekend. We'll Thank you, Mike. Bye. Oh, that's fun. Oh, my. I'm going to come back and watch this one again.